Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. I think about how I can change into what I said it was going to become and back up what I said. My vision has really just changed my best every single day. If you surround yourself with turds, you're headed towards turdville. If you surround yourself with elite people, you are headed towards elite things. You know, we're not celebrating undefeated. We are celebrating how we're growing higher every single day. Everybody look right. Say, I believe in you. I believe in you. Look left. Say, I believe in you. I believe in you. Look right. Say, I love you. I love you. Look left. Say, I love you. Earlier in the week, we set out on our journey. Right? We packed up our ship, set out on our journey for this harbor that you see today. And where we're at right now, both ships in the harbor, pointed at each other, cannons looking right down the barrel at each other, man. I want you to shoot the cannon first. You fire first. You start fast. You accelerate in the middle, and you finish strong. This is our family. This is what we have. I want you to be you, but I want you to be the best version of you you can possibly be. It's hard to knock out the champion. It's hard. It's hard. What doesn't happen very often. But you have the champion on the ropes, man. You got him on the ropes. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory. Ah, look at there. New day. Welcome in. It's the Rick and Bubba Show. I am Helmsy. We're kicking things off. That's why it's called the kickoff hour. How about that? Speedy's still out. And look, I know many of you have missed Speedy. We all have. And you can't believe what's happened over the last few days with us two goodens in here. I get that. But I got good news for you. He will be back tomorrow. And we're as happy as you are about that. Back from his trip. Back from his trip. Little right. vacay. Little so, vacay. Little go watch his boy play ball, which is good, and it just so happens to be at a beach. That's right. So it, it worked out. That magical voice you're hearing now is the real Greg Burgess. Little man's got him a haircut and a new purple a shirt on. How you like it? Hey, I've got a run of shirts. Uh, Lisa's ordered me some shirts. So she'll do that, which is good. She always picks good shirts. That is a she'll, fantastic shirt. She'll be like, all right, Greg, you need some clothes. And my birthday's coming up, so yeah. you can claim it for my birthday. Now, you do. You did just take it right out of the wrapper uh, or, or something. I, put, I threw because, it in the dryer. It didn't okay. help. Which is fine. I do that, yeah, too. I know. Okay. I tried to get the wrinkles out. I threw it in the dryer. Um, Speaking of shirts, I'm. Uh, this is 14 days in a row where I at work days where I have wore a different shirt, but the same underwear. No, Greg, I rotate them. You did. You came out with this challenge. I did. What is your, you're just going to see how well, far you can go, or well, do you have a set number? Uh, my wife, Miss Amanda, got a little frustrated with me wearing the pullovers every that. day. So she, she said, first you of all, threw the challenge out. She said, first of all, it's summer and you need to stop wearing so many pullovers. I got to agree with her there. Yeah. And I tried to explain to her that it's chilly in this building, and yeah, that's but the it gives reason a I false do it. I look, when people are watching the show and they go, yeah. "It's summer. Why has Ham's got a neck?" Tight? I know, you know, I know. So I said, you "I tell you what, toboggan." And I do. I like the shirt you're wearing today. Love that shirt. Like yeah. that color. Oh, that's, that's a really, that's a really good shirt. I've got tons of shirts like that that I never wear. Yeah. I mean, we got, we got the same brand. We do on. have the same brand on today. Mm-hmm. And this is a golf shirt. I always make it fun is. of Speedy look like he's dressed as a golfer. I know. I mean, when it says on the tag that's made out of materials to help when you swing. Will you it's eat lunch much. when you make the turn today or wait till after your round? I'm going to wait till after. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> Just in case. Well, I told you yesterday if I had one wish of something I could be really good at, sure. that would be good. It, it was. It was. I like that one-on-one with Greg. Yeah. Um, hope, uh, hope you did as well. If you if didn't. You didn't eat it. Go back and listen on the podcast. We just spent a segment getting to know Greg a little bit. Uh, had some little weird questions they for They were him. weird. Um, Something else as far as the shirts go. So, uh, so I've been doing two things. I've been ro- I've been wearing a different shirt, and I got to tell you, I'm running out. Okay, 
So fourteen I am, days. I, I am. I'm running out of things to wear. If I as far as if that I goes. tried to get fourteen days, I would be pulling out some stuff. You'd be going, Greg. I saw that back in in two thousand eight when you when you first came to the show. I still have them. I'm sure I'll still wear them. Sometimes we got the the, the pictures yeah. that rotate. You know, when we go to commercials, and I look up, and it'll be from twelve years ago, and I have the same shirt on. Well, something else I've been doing is fishing shirt Friday. That's right. I forgot about. Well, that. today's Thursday, so you're not going to see a fishing shirt, but tomorrow you will. And I got a new one. I, I had a listener. Actually, actually, he's um, he is a listener of the show, but he's actually a part. Uh, he's from Mississippi, and he's actually a part of a Bible study that I do on Thursdays, yeah. and uh, via Zoom. And uh, he sent he sent my son and myself a fishing shirt, and I got to tell you, I like it a lot. It's a little different than than the ones that oh, I've been you wearing. Don't like it. No, no, Greg, I didn't say that at all. Love the shirt, by the way. And is I, it more flashy? Yeah. Or are you talking yeah. about style? Uh. It, the style's the same. Long okay. sleeve, that that is uh, it a pullover button up? It's a it's a pull. It's a long sleeve. It doesn't have buttons. Yeah. So it's that performance material, mm-hmm. but a di- little different look. So mm-hmm. I can't wait to wear that tomorrow. Fired up. Nearly Good. wore today early, and I thought, no, Helms, it's Thursday. You can't do this. You stop fishing shirt Friday. There you go. So well, we'll have fishing shirt Friday tomorrow. Thank you, Brent, for that in Mississippi, and uh, and Speedy like. will be back. Speedy will be back. Now I don't think he'll be wearing a fishing shirt. Maybe. I don't know. Does he have on something with like Myrtle Beach or no? He wouldn't do that. What if he had an airbrush shirt that said "Speedy loves Terry"? <laughs> like back in the eighties when everybody'd go to the beach and get their and their girlfriend would force them to get that on their shirt when they really didn't want to because their buddies were gonna make fun of them. You know? As always, we want you to be a part of this show. This hour eight six six we be big is the number eight six six we be big barbecue smoke neck and the winner. <laughs> are here this morning there's the your interns back. they're on deck and ready for your calls uh we'll spend Smoke. a little we'll spend a little time with the winner uh this hour we're we gonna give him another shot so what we're trying to do yeah you know he's trying to learn he he he, he writes jokes yes and he he he's done a few of them and they're not bad yeah you know you know the guy hosts so we'll see today he hosts a show on his college campus yeah and so he has that comfortable ability you saw it in the interview i mean he, he does a really good job but when it comes to things like this, he he's not as polished as he needs to be, and we'll help him with that. And I, I something tells me you're gonna be a little rough on him today. Yeah, I'm a little edgy today, maybe. Now, Is Barbara it the haircut? That says she's gonna sing the national anthem to get the show started. <laughs> so we're ready for that. She gave me the thumbs up. So and it's a big day. Well, Greg, I don't want you to go too hard on him today. Okay. Okay. I, I'll I'll be gentle. And I really don't. He he told us earlier. I sent him a text last night. And I said, hey. Because he's actually, because the winner can step up and do pretty much anything. Okay, he's. I think he's stepping in and helping Adler on some things Friday. Yeah. So I knew he wouldn't be accessible. Hope he's better at that than his jokes, Greg. Well, I'm just saying. See, this is the kind of attitude I'm well, talking about. I want to put a little pressure on him. It's good for him. <laughs> he uh, he'll be inaccessible on Friday because of that. So I thought let's take advantage of this today. I sent him a text last night. And I said, hey, have some content ready for tomorrow. The winner, of course, gave me a thumbs up. He was bright and early. You said he was in a bad mood when he got here. He was. I didn't pick up He's on a little, that. I think and, he was mad at and you. And so. you're observing on things. You said he likes to wear stripes. He does. He likes horizontal stripes. What's wrong with that? I can't wear her. her. I got I got them on today, but yeah. I can't really wear them. I don't like that look. I like a plain. Yeah. <laughs> you old plain Jane. Yeah, but, we going, but again, I ran out of things. I was say, so I had to go horizontal. Yeah. You know. yeah. So what about a horizontal fishing shirt? Laugh at that. Don't have that, and I, and you're going to make fun of the shirt, okay? You are. 
but but I okay, like but so I, I like knew, it a lot. I knew there's something about but, it. But but I, I like knew. it a lot. Well, you just it's di- I said it's different. So you ruined it, Greg. Now, you make fun of everything. No, I do so not. That's not. True. I know you're going to make fun of it. it, it Greg, Why would that's I make true. fun of it? What's is it pink or something? No, 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 no. Well then. It'll be fine. Not that it would be if it was. You pink. got that one. Looks like hey. somebody just threw paint all over you. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. Oh yeah, I that make is fun of it. Started to wear it today, and and that, that was the one I pulled out. I'm like, you talking about old abstract? That's it. That is my favorite. Well, you could, could you you would have broke the streak because you wore it Friday. I know. That's why. That's why I didn't, Greg. Okay. Right. I've run, I'm running out, guys. I think it's a pretty good run that it I've is. gone. That tomorrow will mark 15 days. I think where you're going to make it to 20. Well, see, I set this up so that. Um, next week we're doing best ofs. We're off. Oh, that's true. Don't know if you know that audience or not, but we're off next week. Yeah, that's our Fourth of July week, so you'll have best ofs from Greg, Speedy, and myself. Um, but I knew that 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 was it would be. I timed it. I'm a planner. I timed it down to the 15 days. So, um, what I'm hoping is in the best of week, I get me a couple of new golf shirts and I start rotating them. Yeah, bring them back. That's when the we plan. come back live. That's the plan. Okay, that'll work. All right, when we come back, real quick, I'm, we're going to hit some sports headlines. I'm not going to dig into that because we don't do that a lot. But then I have a I have a question for you in regards to video games. Video games. Yep. Okay. How about that? I'm not really an expert, but I'm in. Well, I got a question for you. Come All back. Right. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes after the hour, as you just heard, Vandy survives in a wild finish, a wild pitch, and a, a very wild pitch. Yes, it was. Got away from him, way big time. Now you saw this. You stayed. Oh, up. I missed that. I saw a lot of the game, and uh, Vandy trailed the whole game. And uh, I, I, you know, finally, I had I couldn't make it. Yeah. But but then I heard this morning how it ended, and I'm like, wow. So I mean, he he just let it get. I mean, way over the guy's head. I mean, man on third. I didn't realize there were nobody on two out at one point in that inning. Right? I agree. Yeah. Two outs, nobody on. The, two outs, nobody on, and this happened. <clears throat> and this then, unfolded. Wow. Two outs, nobody on, and there were one out away. One out away. Couldn't get it. Um, and so I I normally <clears throat> we normally don't give. Uh, Speedy's a huge college baseball fan. And uh, we all enjoy college baseball. We don't give it a whole lot on this show just because there's so much sports out there to keep up yeah. with, and, and it's not a sports show. But um, we'll talk but, about it. But we got a huge uh, part of our audience that are Vandy fans. We got a huge part of our audience that are Mississippi State fans. True. Huge part of our audience that are Tennessee Volunteer fans, and all three of those were in the College World Series. Yep. Tennessee has been eliminated. And but Vandy survived last night, and then Mississippi State is uh, is, is still hanging on strong. They're two and zero. That's right. Did see this this morning. Twenty five of the last thirty College World Series champs started off two and zero. Okay. So that is the Wolfpack of NC State and Mississippi State Bulldogs. Vandy has a loss. Yeah. So um, I believe I made the comment yesterday. It looks like Mississippi State and the Wolfpack are on a collision course. 
and uh, but we'll see. Vandy may have other uh, other plans for them. Today you have one game. It is an elimination game, and um, and I think I think that's Texas and Vanderbilt. I think they got to go at it again. I think you're right. Yeah, and then uh, to tomorrow, which will be Friday the twenty fifth. Um, no, I'm sorry, Virginia and Texas play today in the elimination game. Virginia and Texas play today. Vandy and North Carolina State play tomorrow, Friday, and then Mississippi State plays the winner of Texas and Virginia. That's right. So okay. that's how it that's how it shapes up there. Atlanta Hawks got the game one oh, last Hawks. night of the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, Trey Young, forty eight points. The only reason I even know this is because I was asleep for about an hour and a half. I heard the TV on. I woke, something woke me up. I got up in my underwear, walked into the living room. My son was sitting there walk, watching it. There was five seconds left on the clock. Hawks had the lead by one and the ball. Trey Young got fouled, hit his two free throws, and the Bucks couldn't capitalize on a three-point attempt, oh, the and the Hawks get their first uh, win there. The other sports news, and Greg and I were talking about this earlier today, NASCAR, Jeff Gordon is coming out of the booth, and he's going to be the number two guy, Hendrick? Yes, you got Rick Hendrick, then you got Jeff Gordon as far as the, the, the power tree. That's quite an executive team you have there. Yeah, it must have. Uh, I think you know he had been involved you know for years yeah. in a smaller role, but now how about if you're stepping up to be the, the second charge in that organization, who are dominating right now, by the way, this year in NASCAR, yeah. and the Hendrick teams are – Rolling. I hate it for race fans because he is awesome in the booth. I thought he was excellent. Yeah, he, he, he did. I thought he job. did a really good job. Yep. He did. All right. Before we went to break, the last segment, I asked you where you, I, I was going to ask you a video game question. Uh, video and game. so the, there is a farming video game farming? that is so popular right now. Yes, that is so popular right now. People are paying to watch people play it. Farming. Farming. So my first this question to you to watch people play games is weird to me. Too. It is. It, and it well, goes on and generates a lot of money. I, I don't have time to play games. Um, I mean, I'm not putting much it down. less More watch someone play yeah. a game. I don't know if I want to watch someone. I would like to play the game. That's okay. So that's that's well, where I really wanted. I to I know take they're going. This. Well, I'm learning tricks so I can get better. Yeah, I guess. No, that, Greg, you're all over it. So farming, there's a farming simulator. I don't. I don't get that. How's that a game? Well, listen. Ha, this plant has, corn. This one guy. He lives in Hazelhurst, Georgia. He may be listening. For all I know. His full-time job is playing this farming game, okay? Gets paid for it. What is um, he, Subscribers paying $5 a month just to watch him play this game. $5 a month, he has 40,000 people doing you this. you got to be kidding me. You can do the math on that. Okay? Unreal. And so what he's P- doing. To watch a man play a game? Full-time gig, Greg. Well, yeah. Listen, he uh, he gives tips while he's playing. He sa- he has a lot of interactions with the audience, and I, I mean, look. it's a huge learning experience for people that don't know anything about farming. And about so, actual farming, yes, yes. How so do you have a game about farming? Well, that's got to be boring. Listen, this it covers a lot of ground. It includes buying equipment, choosing crops, plowing, planting, fertilizing, harvesting. Um, ra- raising livestock. So this what, you game, you go around and throw hay out. Well, Greg, I don't know. I don't think it's that. I can't see how that would be. Well, boy, next people would lining up to pay five bucks to watch this guy so they can get better at it. Well, and and how that, do you win? Your corn, your crop comes in. I tell you how the Beatles he, don't eat it. I tell you how he wins. Those well, I know how he wins. Yeah. That's how I'm he talking wins. about the game. What is the? I don't get the game. So farming. So here's the deal. So where's where I want to take it? So first of all, where are you at on video games? When is the last video game Greg Burgess has played? Mm, probably Madden, like 
uh, 10 years ago, maybe. And that was probably because your son maybe yes, had it at, yes. laying around at the house? That has to be it. I never – I like some of them war games. They were pretty fun. Uh, Call of Duty. Or it may not have been that. It was something like that. Those were pretty cool. Well, there was one that used to come out, and you would like fight in World War Two and different stuff like that. And those were kind of that, but I'm talking about over ten years ago. Yeah. And I was now growing up. I was like in my era, you had the arcade machines, you know, Pac Man and Space Invaders and Galaga and all that. And I used to love that, but again, I hadn't played that since I was probably, I don't know, early twenties. So it's been a, it's been a minute, but I will say this: and hey, it's America, and if you can make money. Doing whatever, do it. But that's that's a bizarro. It is. I, I've um, the people get paid to play a game. Nintendo was big when I was growing up, but I didn't have one. I had to go to friends' houses, and it wasn't because we couldn't afford it. Uh, my parents just said, I "Hey, we're not. Hey, it's, you're not having a bit. We're not going to spend all our time playing video games." My parents were ahead of the game on that, and I appreciate that. Appreciate them for that um, because I I would find myself in a situation. Over to friend's house where I just couldn't. I, I love that kung fu game on fun. Nintendo, Double oh, yeah. Dribble, um, Tech oh. Mobile. Oh, that's yeah. what that's the video game experience I started having as a kid. It is fun. I just haven't really well got in it. But and that, I, but look, once you get in that little, I've never got. There, I know. To get out I know many adults. I've got some buddies that play Fortnite with their kids and enjoy it. And yeah, I, that's not for me. However, I do. I think if I if I could find the time, I think I would actually enjoy some of these games. Farming. I really do. I think I I think this kind of game is right up my alley. Well, I, I'll be honest. I would rather have that than one of them weird ones. That's what I'm saying. You know, farming's. I just can't see how farming's a game. I, I don't understand how you. What your goal is? It's a reality simulator. Is all it is. Okay. Well, right. hey, my, I got to take my hat off to this cat. He's knocking down that kind of he money is. playing a game. What about the pressure though to keep every day having to? There's no pressure when you're making that kind of money. But he got to be good and live up to the hype. Yeah, it's a lot of farming. Okay. Of course, he's in the air conditioner while he's farming. Yes, yeah, I was wondering. I wonder if he could really go, the, the, go out into a farm and, and actually. And the himself. conditions are always perfect. Yeah, you know that kind of thing. I don't know. Maybe that. Maybe that's part of the game. You have bad weather. You deal with. I'm gonna start playing a farming game. There it is. I, I'm curious to see what it is. I really am. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. Yeah, you are. 35 minutes after the hour. It's the kickoff hour. Townsy, alongside Greg Burgess. And it's The Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. Barbecue smoke neck. Smoke! On those phones. Greg, who's got us this hour? This segment of The Rick and Bubba Show is sponsored by our friends at CourtBuddy.com. Big welcome to Travis Perry and his Chord Buddy team, the guys they've been here in the studio. How about this? With School Out, if you want the kids to learn how to play the guitar or maybe even the ukulele. Hams, I like to see you play a little ukulele. (laughs) Or maybe you're just interested in learning to play yourself. Right now, you get the absolute lowest price when you order at ChordBuddy.com. Now, you may recall Chord Buddy was on ABC Shark Tank. I mean, one of of the sharks invested in it. I mean, it's a great I remember that. Yeah, it really makes a great gift. Well, for less than $50, learn from the system that was voted number one. This is such a cool invention, and Chord Buddy will literally have you and your family or friends playing music in the very first day. If you can press a button, you're on your way to playing the guitar. Seriously, it's that simple. 
As you improve, you simply remove the cord-making buttons. It's kind of like training wheels on a bicycle, and then all of a sudden, before you know it, you're playing the guitar. Get yours today at CordBuddy.com. That's CordBuddy.com or RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. Thank you, sir. Now 36 <laughs> minutes after the hour. Well, about a month ago, we made the decision to bring back interns to the yeah, Rick and Bubba Yes, we did. Studio, and it has has been a joy. I've been, I'm thankful that they're back. Yep. Um, and and we have come across a few of a few that are, are better than others over over our period of time here. Let's just face all it. All these years, you know, I can name about five on the top of my head that I'm like, man, those those they got after it. They were really good. And uh, and not that the other ones were bad. There's no, no, just I certain ones that stand out. I can't think of a, a failure. Right. I don't think. And maybe I've purposely removed them from my mind but well, i can't think of one and and so because of that um you know we had one this time that stood out in his interview mm-hmm. and it really caught us all off guard and we named him the winner which has a lot of because pressure of a lot that. of pressure comes a lot of pressure but i will say this based off of what we did last week with his weekend update or <laughs> weekend review or whatever <laughs> it was a few weeks ago there's still work to be done well look it's and all so, about learning. And it is. Look, I, I don't have a clue over here what I'm doing, okay? Look, now this I'm 43, been it, in this a while. That's right. It doesn't take away from the job he does. It's just, this no. is just another little. little and thing. so we thought today, I'll, I'll tell you how much <laughs> you got of a, a notebook. I'll, I'll tell you how much of a winner he is, okay? <clears throat> he is, he, he's filling in for Eddie Van Adler tomorrow. Yeah. He ain't been here two weeks. He's already filling in for TV. Hey, no pressure there, buddy. And, hey, I got to tell y'all, that's a complicated gig in there. Yeah. Okay? So that just tells you the depth that this guy has. But I think we got – He said even a caveman could do it. So welcome in the winter. How are you, sir? Fired up. You do have your notebook there. What up, winner, winner? Hey, what's up? So I want this to go I want this to go smooth. Ooh, a lot of um, writing. A lot of writing on I, that page. I know. So I got to know, is this something you put – I texted him last night, and I said – Hey, bring in some content tomorrow. We'd like to interview you for a segment. He gave me a thumbs up, ready to go, because that's what winners do. Is that something you already had? Yeah, so okay. I've, been, I've been working so you on it. I didn't throw you a big curve and you go like, man, i got to do something. Okay. Is this I was ready to go. Thank you. Is I'll, this the weekend update format again? Uh, well, Thank you, Greg. I, I've, got, I've got multiple things going on. Okay, I got, throw I, the multiple. So I've got, of course, I've got the weekend update. i got a few news stories. But okay. I also, uh, I've, I've got this thing. Up at school, we get Amish people in Walmart, and and there's a lot of material to play with there. So I, you know, I figure we talk about either one. So you busting on the Amish a little bit. Well, look, the good thing about making fun of the Amish is that they won't hear anything you say. You can't offend anybody. <laughs> See, that's a good one. Yeah. All right. I, so I like that. I, that was a good one. It was. Good it job. was a good one. And You're right. How are they gonna hear it? Yeah. It, yeah. I promise you, they're not watching this. I, I, I'm, I'm concerned. <laughs> they're like raising a barn somewhere. I'm concerned that that Gray's gonna be a little rough on you today. Okay. I'm just trying to toughen. So, so to keep things light, I think as we're going through this, mm-hmm. if we if we think it was bad, we play this. Do do. It was a jalapeno on a stick. Okay. I okay. Like I like that. And if and if we right. and if we like it, we do this. Okay. How about that? that I don't good. know if we'll actually do that or not, but it's de- it's going to depend on his attitude. I'm right. really protecting you today. Thanks. He's, he's come in. He's come in. Today. He's got a haircut. And he's got a nice new purple shirt on. Yeah. But he's got a little attitude with it's it. A combination mm-hmm. okay? of a lot of things. I could tell when I walked in. Yeah. All right. So let me ask you this: Is this one of those things where you just want us to be seated and silent and you do your thing, or do you want us to interact with you? I don't. We'll do it you anyway. Know, you know, I, I think the interaction thing is good. I mean, okay. yeah, more me organic and spontaneous. Greg, you know? this is not. You don't get to make that decision. Oh. The winner makes that decision. <laughs> okay. All right. You ready? 
All right, here we go. So I guess I talking about Amish people at Walmart. So, oh, up Greg. <laughs> so you know, we don't have Amish people in Alabama. And so the- well, We got some Mennonites down south. Yeah. We did. Go ahead. But, uh, well, thanks for interacting with me. <laughs> this is why I ask you. It, it's hard. It's hard to get the floor in this room. Okay, go ahead. Okay. So so I, I go to Walmart one day with some friends to pick up some food. This is like my first year there. And this is my first time seeing Amish people. Like I'm going in and they got a little buggy parked outside by the cart return. Got a little sign on the back that how's my driving, you know? Yeah. And- uh, <laughs> It doesn't have a okay. phone number. It says right to, you know. Oh, and, uh, okay. I get it. <laughs> I get it. I yeah. get it. That's and, not bad. And so, uh, so I, I go in there. I'm like, you know, I'm kind of hoping. I, I see some Amish people. I'm like, I've never seen never seen Amish people before. And so I, I nice go in. Beard. Yeah, really. Yeah. And uh, all, all, all black and everything. And so we're, I walk in and I get to the cereal aisle. And there they are. And they brought everybody, like all 12 of them. You know, the you got the, the dad Amish, the mom Amish, and, and all the kids in there. And I'd always wondered, like, what would be in an Amish person's shopping cart at Walmart? And they got, you know, like regular stuff. They got, like, paint. And I think they had, like, some crackers in there and an Xbox 360, you know, just stuff like that. <laughs> 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 it probably should have, wait a minute, what, what, here's another one I found. This is stupid. We are adults, <laughs> and this is ridiculous. Okay, <clears throat> All right. but uh, and then now here's something. If he knows when he gets tickled with the punchline before he gets to yes. it, yeah, <laughs> we gotta work on that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, and and so it was kind of awkward because you know they're all in that aisle. It's like twelve of them. And I'm trying to like walk by and it's kind of crowded. And you know you kind of want to say something to them, like you know you don't you know you want to kind of like acknowledge them. You don't want to act like they're aliens or something. But a little piece of advice trying to make conversation. Don't ask them if they've seen that movie Witness. They won't think you're being funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I've never seen the movie Witness. It's about an Amish person. So I, 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 yeah, yeah. Witness is a yeah. crime or murder. That doesn't make no sense. Yeah, it has Harrison yeah. Ford. It's a good movie. I, yeah, so they, they, they won't think you're being funny. Okay. Yeah. But but it, as you're walking by. For me. That it, doesn't make no sense. <laughs> you got to see the movie. Well, right. well, what's funny, though, is. Is they're taking the kids to Walmart, and you got to respect their confidence. Like you know, they're dressed in here like pioneers in in Walmart, and you know, I'm I'm looking, and the dad kind of points and says something, and I see twelve pairs of Amish eyes just looking at me and following, like he's trying to make an example out of me. I'm like, I mean, they got confidence doing that, but like, don't don't point at me. That woman's wearing pajamas in Walmart. If you want to make an example, look at her, you know. And uh, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know where to look. And, and and so I went to the the I was looking for kind of information about the Amish to find some material to, you know make fun of, yeah. and so you're big with the Amish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I found maybe, out. The, maybe you need to pick some minorities. Go ahead and vote. <laughs> <on the Amish. laughs> the, well, the, the Amish have a website. Yeah, that's for you, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the Amish have a website, and I, I did not know. Come on, you know, it, it's true. And uh, my, my first question is like, who runs it? And then secondly, do they even know they have a website? <laughs> But oh, that's good. Yeah. By the way. Uh, and and so I'll give you that right there. And, and, that's good. and the material I found there, the ninety, uh, the Amish, they have a ninety percent retention rate. And so basically, when you turn, when you become a teenager in in Amish, whatever, you can choose whether or not you want to stay Amish yeah. or you want to go join the the. They call us regular people the English. Yeah, they they had a, a that's an impressive rack, by the way. And and I think I know why it's so high. Now now picture this: what would your impression of the outside world be if all you've ever been to is Walmart? Like you go yeah. there, like shoot. it almost made me want to become Amish. Yeah, shoot, I, yeah. I wouldn't want to join. But here's the thing, though: what's that tell you about that ten percent who do choose to leave? Well, what, what do they think the real world's like? You know, I think they'll be awfully disappointed when they come out and they find out wearing a real tree hoodie, flannel pajamas, and fuzzy slippers. The Walmart's kind of frowned upon. Yeah, the thing that's a problem. Well, what's really going to be bad is when they find out about Target and Publix. Like, <laughs> I would be expecting that. <laughs> 
I don't know. He lost me. You do. It wasn't jalapeno on a stick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Keep them coming. All right. Well, that's all I have on the Amish. So I figure... okay, well, you've trashed them enough. <laughs> yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll, get... well, we'll ease up on they'll, us. So... They'll be out here protesting with yeah. their carts and their horses <laughs> later. So we're good. Uh, so we, I got a couple of uh, news stories I wanted to, to talk about. Oh, boy. So th- this one's about uh, Kim Jong-un. Oh, uh, you know, he, he's our he's, favorite communist dictator. Yeah, he's been in the news a little bit. So uh, Chairman Chubby made the news again this week after <laughs> <laughs> made the news again after photo sh- after photos showed he lost 20 pounds. Asked about the cause of his weight loss. Kim explained he tried eating like one of his subjects for a week. Oh, OK. That's not <laughs> bad. Right. Work on the delivery. Material yeah. went yeah, bad. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> All right, here we go. Uh, an Indiana woman returned a library book 52 years overdue. Wow. It was Old Yeller, and though the woman never finished it, she hopes to one day, saying, quote, I'm looking forward to more lighthearted adventures with that boy and his little dog. I sure hope nothing unfortunate happens to him. <laughs> okay, I like that. Did you? <clears throat> <clears throat> kind of. No, no. Cuckoo. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> I'll give this one for you, Gray. All right. At least five homes in the Salem area were attacked with arrows last week. The Salem police chief assures citizens he seriously doubts it was Indians. Okay. <laughs> That's not bad. It's not. It's not bad at all. <clears throat> I think all right. it's the voice. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> you know, you have comedy writers, and then mm. you have people to deliver. Right. I, yeah. I, I think I'm more of a writer. I'm not. I, mean, I don't know if I have the delivery chart. You're, you're all over this, yeah. by the way. And I wouldn't be able to do any better. That's mm-hmm. why I don't do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, honestly, I I'd, I'd rather I'm working on a sketch like a I have an idea for a for a Dickie Nadmire thing. I'm perfectly happy to write it and let someone else deliver, honestly. Okay. That that's that's where I am. You got to take that up with Dickie. Yeah, I'll yeah. I'll have to get him on the phone and talk to him. There you go. I, I got a couple more. Yeah, then, fire then, away. then then I'll release you from the <laughs> All right, buddy. The, let him <clears throat> fly. All right. <clears throat> Iran's incoming president, Ibrahim Raisi, is demanding a return to the Obama-Iranian nuclear deal, which would allow Iran to enrich weapons-grade uranium. If they want a bomb so badly, I say we send a couple their way. No, that's not bad. Again, look, he got the letter before he got his line out. I just got to like, go over these so many times. They're just unfunny. You know? You know? Yeah. That's not bad. All right. And now to the movies again. Charity. Yeah. Transformers 7 is set to release in 2022 with Michael Bay returning to direct the groundbreaking sequel, which promises audience something they've never seen in a Transformers movie. A plot. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Material right, is fantastic. We got to work on the delivery. Right. That's what I take from this. No, but see, that's why I enjoy it. It's <laughs> <laughs> just so bad. That's Greg yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> He'll be back in two weeks because yeah. of Greg's enjoyment. Yeah. From right. Well, delivery. I'll work, I'll work okay. on something just for you. Okay? Do it. Do it. That's good job, everybody. We'll be back. I hope you come back. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Good morning, Mr. Allen. I, I hope you're not too mad at me. I was running a little bit late this morning, and I was hoping you wouldn't be too mad with me. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. Yeah, you are. 52 minutes, 53 minutes after the hour. This is the kickoff hour. We're wrapping things up this hour. The, bi- the big guys on the big show, Rick and Bubba, will join us next. Eddie Van Adler in their Rockin' TV, YouTube. How are you friends this morning? Afternoon, evening, whatever the case. 
Interns on the phones, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Barbecue smoke neck. And if you heard the winner, Greg, I um, – You know, I I don't want to put any pressure on Rick and Bubba, but following the winner – after he come in and slayed the room like he did, I, it's going to be a lot of pressure this you morning. You didn't see me right. They better this bring down. their A game. But the winner and Greg were talking after that segment, and this was a quote that I wrote down from you okay. to him. You looked is, him square. You talking about eyes. my constructive criticism? You looked him square in the eyes, Greg, and you said your delivery is so bad it makes it good. Well, see, that's I was trying what to you give told a little him. positive. I wrote it down word for word. I got my <laughs> pen out and wrote it down, and I even hey quotes out here. From Greg Burgess. <laughs> Good. He gave Your consent. delivery. You look the man square in the well, eyes. I mean, and you said, a lot of times he starts laughing in the middle of the, of the punchline. Yes. And You're, and somebody's tone, his tone is just, I, I like, I mean, I, to me, that's what makes it funny. The quote of the day, your delivery is so bad, it makes it good. <laughs> I think bringing him in is about as good an, as a good an idea as this next story I got. What you got? Well, in uh, Australia, in efforts to save the Tasmanian devil, we've all heard about that. Uh, they they years ago their numbers were down to like twenty five, twenty eight of, of the devil, of Tasmanian the devil, the devil. So they went, they picked an island, and we're going to put them on this island. We're going to okay. get the population up. Okay, gotcha. Well, that's fine. That worked good, except it helped the Tasmanian devil. You're saying it helped the devil. Okay. I mean, they've gone up now from between twenty twelve and twenty thirteen. They were like twenty eight devils. They estimated over a hundred and <laughs> to 2016 so you know the numbers are going up but here's the one problem Uh-oh. they found a population of small penguins that used to be around 3,000 have since completely disappeared so the devils came in mm. so here we go we're going to save the devil and in the process of saving the devil we wiped out 3,000 penguins wow so how about this i think if i'm going to save something maybe something that's not referred to as a devil i will go maybe with the penguins you know when you're weighing this hey is- one of the these can't coexist I'm not a genius, but whoever's supposed to know about things like this, did y'all not ever think and go, you know, we got 3,000 of these penguins here. This is kind of where they live. If we bring these devils in here, that may not go well. The, hey, they didn't say numbers were down, completely wiped out. There's a reason why nature is the way it is, and you don't mess with it, period. Don't mess with nature. How about Quit trying to recreate something that's not possible? Well, you know, again, it came it came with a cost. We got the devils up, but we lost the penguins. Where can I see a Tasmanian devil? Like, if I or did, they have them at the zoo. What's the, where's the closest Tasmanian the devil? Have you ever seen the little devil? Yeah, it's just different than I thought it was. Yeah, by the way, looking yeah. at the picture, you think about the car, the cartoon. Cartoon. That's saying. exactly but, what I was um, thinking about. Well, how about this? I mean, again, I, I don't know if anyone's surprised here, but didn't think about the little penguins. So we tried to be sharp, get the devils where they need to be. I don't know what was wiping the devils out where they normally were. Yeah. What, I mean, what's their predator that you know that eats yeah, them, or is it man? Maybe I don't think they eat them, but just wipe them out. But uh, but the Tasmanian devils, how about they? You know the ones on that island? They look saw them penguins. They said, "Buddy, we have landed in a good spot." Um, that is your that is your Tasmanian devil lesson That's of the it. day. There was a story. If you're going to relocate Tasmanian devils, make sure. That there's not a colony of something they'll eat if you're trying to keep their numbers up. Yeah. Speaking of animals, I, I sent same. Adler this video. I don't know if we can play it for copyright reasons, and I, I don't even—I'm not even sure if we have time to do it. But this um, this dog, uh, Shizu. Oh my goodness! Um, I saw this. So I'll put this in show notes for you to watch it. So this dog was—it um, it was abandoned, I guess, and <clears throat> it was stray, and it's one of these dogs that continuously grows hair. And it had uh, it was unrecognizable. Well, it was knotted up. Yeah, 
It looked like a walking dingleberry. It was. <laughs> I mean, it, it, the thing you could—it was unrecognizable. It, it had like dreadlocks. It did. It could hardly move, and so they they took the dog in. Uh, someone found it. They didn't even know what it was when they first saw it. They didn't really. They didn't know it was a dog. Okay. They go I in. Might have been a Tasmanian. They devil. shave this pet. They pull, I think, six oh, pounds. Oh, watch the video. Six pounds of hair off this dog, and out pops a regular looking dog. Yes, Shizu. Don't forget that, yeah, and a easy. small dog. And it th- there it is. If you're watching, that's the look now. And so they took. That's after six pounds of hair being removed. Hey, you um, know what? What if we cut Adler's hair? Great. You know, he's got long hair. If we cut his hair, look. See there. Look uh, there's Adler thing. before the haircut. That's see? awful. And then that is all. Look, if we cut Adler's hair, he would look like a, a normal person, just like that thing looks like a normal dog now. So the vet in the interview said that the dog almost had to <laughs> look, learn to walk again. That to knock it out. Yeah. To get the hair off of it. Under sedation in order to. Uh, I bet he woke up and he's like, man. I feel better. What in the world? I got a bath and all that weight's gone. Good How about that? Night. You know, he stunk. Yeah, he did. Oh, they, she said that too. The vet said that. She said it was horrible well, yeah, the way it smelled. Look at the about. difference. It's a big sponge of stink walking Poor around. thing. And look yeah. at that lady holding it. They cut her hair. 11-year-old uh, year old dog, I believe. Well, so. somebody adopted it, I'm sure. That is pitiful. It is. I mean, you it got is. a really little dog. And the thing had a collar on it. Like and a, a leash. It had a leash. They was walking around with, walking a around with a leash on when they found it. Wow. It's been abandoned. That's they a, found it in like it. a wooded lot or something. Saw it. How about there. that? Mm-mm-mm. Look, having to learn to, they like said, having to learn shearing, to walk. Yeah, look at they were shearing like you know when they shear sheep. Yes, that's what it looked like. Yeah, poor thing. I wonder if they made any socks or anything out of the hair. Probably not, Greg. Well, that'll wrap up this hour, and it. it'll wrap okay. up the kickoff hour for this week with a man down. That's Speedy right. will be back tomorrow. All three back in in uh, the situation tomorrow. I can't think of a word. Call it a so. situation. Yeah, the old situation. A lot of times we do find ourselves in situations in here. The speedy will be back, so we're looking forward to that. Rick and Bubba join us next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Six minutes past the hour oh, of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Thank you. For being with us, we do have a lot to do uh, on today's program. Another Rick and Bubba University. The podcast will be recorded today. We'll talk about that a little bit. Vacation coming up next week. Best of shows coming up. Speedy still on vacation. Uh, we start this hour with the national anthem.
boys, Dr. Fucking Stack Fitness, and you're listening to Rick and Bubba, the sexiest two fat men in the world, y'all. They be giving up the fuck. Thank you, Dr. Fucking Stein, uh, George Clinton. All right, so uh, here we go. The real Greg Burgess, uh, Helmsy, Adler, uh, all here on Team Rick and Bubba. Also, I'd like to thank, uh, thank for, uh, on behalf of everyone, in turn, the winner for working the audience into a comedy frenzy. Uh, so, uh, hey, hey, the audience is warm. Uh, it's time for us to go forward. Uh, also, intern Barbecue Smoke Deck helping out today, too, as they bang out a degree in common sense from Rick and Bubba University. Common sense, of course, now a superpower. Let's bring him in. Uh, the pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama. Most of you probably know him best as a silver tongue one, the man with a golden voice. Professional lunch eaters, man of the year. The inventor of pizza and a cup of Shakespeare's worst nightmare. And a master of the kind English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. For Bill, Bubba, Russell! Howdy, Bubba! How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, and associates. Welcome in to the little party we call Rick. And bye-bye. My love, I love, got a photograph, picture of, passion killer, you're too much, you're the only one I want to touch. I see your face every time I dream, on a webpage in a magazine, The year was 1981. Oh, Greg. Greg the Bull Olsen showed up at our house yep. with a little cassette Oh yeah, of a band named Def Leppard, which I thought was a weird name for a band. I did choose. And he, threw photo- he threw Photograph in, and I just kept rewinding it. So if you remember, Bubba, do you remember when oh, we, when so we had good. these stereo systems, but they didn't feature a cassette player, and you had to go buy <laughs> yeah, a cassette oh, player, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you had to bring it in, and I think we had the one and only uh, Sony uh, yeah. cassette player. Yep. And we set that thing down on the bottom rack below the stereo system, wired it in, mm-hmm. and we thought to ourselves, now this this new technology, a cassette, can now play out of our Sony speakers. Because we're moving away from the eight track. And Greg, yeah. the bull Olsen from Top of the Hill and Chill Acres number one, walked in and said, I have something here. Did, did it record, too, or just play? It recorded. It yeah. recorded. Yeah, yeah, I had that one, too. Yeah. It, was all, it had the two meters. Oh, yeah. It, it, it had right where you could push the, the play one. and record. Forward, and it would go oh. to the end and, and stop. Yeah. Oh, you know, we, we all had the same one. You could search, you know, yeah. hold the Had the stainless yeah. steel look to it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The one and only. Yep. So uh, Greg the Bull Olsen brought in photograph from a band called Def Leppard, and we thought, well, I'll tell you one thing. And then I got the whole record, Pyromania, and just couldn't believe it. And then went to saw him at the Powell. We did. 
The cassette mm. was a game changer. Not to have to do the click, oh, click, you yeah. know, oh, what a pain that was. So much yeah. and, then, and then you had the different phases of your cassette world, you know, because we, we had the cassette, and then we were trying to find a way to get the noise out of it. Yeah. And we started our, the Dolby, Dolby stuff. The Dolby. Dolby. And then oh, which also really, hurt the quality of the song. Though. Well, it, it depends it, on how you're playing it back. It, it, you're right. it, it almost took too much out. Yeah, because uh, we didn't have some elaborate system. But. Yeah, well, you had to play it back on a good Dolby system, or exactly. it did it did exactly. hurt it a little bit. Um, but I remember even, Rick, how that evolved. I mean, at one point, I went to a metal tape and Dolby C, you know, Wait, and that man. was and a big you, you went deal. I remember that. that. Right after that's when we had the mini disc come along, and we entered the digital age, and we all liked to blew our hearing out because we turned the volume up listening for the hiss, and it wasn't there. It wasn't there. The, you know, the mini disc just didn't happen, did it? We, we thought it was going to be Well, something. Rick, it, it was an important it was an important bridge, yeah, uh, because you had the CD and but the, we couldn't record, and then the mini disc you could record, but everything was headed hard drive anyway. I think to me the CD was the greatest. Still, I still if I if yeah. I had my choice, that's what I want. Yeah, I love a CD. I do. Still play them here. Course, you know, hard to keep up with all of them. Yeah, yeah. I, I tell the horror stories of going out to do dances and the boxes and boxes of CDs you had to carry. Oh yeah. Versus uh-huh. everything been on an iPad. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, and, and just download something if you need it. And anybody asks for something, you can play it. Now. Oh, yeah. Back then, you go, I don't have that. <laughs> no, no. I, t- I told Let you. Let me thumb through. Uh, I don't have co- three hundred <laughs> cut. Yeah, I mean, I don't have Kumo D, but no, I think I told you this. It's interesting. When I go to see my father-in-law, I think he is so amazed by this new technology. He wants to, because he, he loved music from the fifties mm-hmm. and he will literally sit in the car and call it. I'm, I'm not talking about fifties songs I've ever heard of. I'm talking about fifties bands I've never heard of. Oh yeah. You know, you do what bands and all that. And we will go to Apple music and search them and they come up every time. Isn't that crazy? He's a, he'll just call it and say, hey, can you find this song? Yeah, yes, sir. I, I find, I find it in seconds. So he's really into it. Oh yeah. Well, he, and, and then he realizes you mean to tell me all these songs I thought were gone forever. You can go find them on your phone and play them through your car. And I'm Amazing. like, yeah, I can get them all. I mean, that? I mean, fifties things that I didn't even know. Oh yeah. I mean, you'd have been listening to Wolfman Jack to even know these. Yeah, guys. I'm not familiar with a lot of that. Music. Yeah. So it, uh, you know, because to me, you, somebody says '50s, and I say, "You mean Buddy Holly?" You know, and they're like, yeah. "No, there's more than that." More, a lot more. But but anyway, so uh, it's amazing technology, and like you said, in the DJ world, all the equipment we have, most of the, most of our space was, was in, music. The, in the van was music. Yeah, CDs, oh, we even yeah. had cassettes. Just, I mean, just just suitcases <laughs> full of it. <laughs> you better have it. You know, yeah. well that's that's how that's the only way you could do it. Yeah, and when you, I remember seeing, you know, like the first iPod before we had the iPhone and all that, and you could put all those songs on there. I mean, you bought, but I thought, you know, that'll mm-hmm. fit in your pocket. And yeah. You put like nine thousand songs on there. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Do people do people do people really do that much anymore? Or did this so. the Apple Music thing it solved all that? You really need an iPod now? Well, I think everybody. You know, has it on their phone. That's what I mean. It's, yeah, you don't really need. Combo, you don't really need those anymore. Yeah. Again, it was the mini disc. It was a transitional movie. But boy, it was a big one. It was. When I see those movies of Steve Jobs and he's trying to listen to a, a portable CD player and it keeps skipping and he gets so mad about it, you, you, you see the wheels turning. I fix we it. can do better than this. Fifteen minutes past eight six six. We be big as the number. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It's 21 minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG, our number. Thank you for being with us. 
as we move forward on the program. Uh, tomorrow, uh, we will be bubbleless. Uh, and uh, we start. Where are you going, Bubba? Where are you going? Mm-hmm. Bubba is uh, going to see his daughter, who's interning in D.C. And we were both discussing in, a, in a, his office today. Uh, I can't remember the last time because of the pandemic and all this and just general life changes. I, I think the last time I flew on a commercial airline, I think it was two and a half years ago. Mm. Rick, that may be longer than that. I, I think the last time I flew, we went to the Bahamas or something, and that, that was when the kids were in high school. Oh, my gosh. It had to be four or five years ago. Yeah, because at I, least. I, you know, I know on one of the, the uh, December vacations, because we get two weeks off in December, uh, we went to Hawaii, and I think it's been two and a half years ago, and I think that's the last time that I have flown. Uh, and I, I have not been on a commercial airline during the post-pandemic, and you're – you're heading into that world tomorrow. Yeah, I know. I know. So I, I'm a little, uh, you know, I'm a little rusty on on what I can and can't do and, you know, getting through the airport. I can't wait for that. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, Do you look forward to wearing a mask when you fly the whole way? Uh, no, not really. I'd kind of done away with the mask. Yeah, I don't even know, know where my masks are located. Yeah, I got to go I'm dig done with masks. Yeah. I know it. But, uh, you know, th- there was a couple of things that I was curious about, and I thought maybe the audience could help me out. You know, we all, you know, being our age now, and we'll cover more of that later, uh, you know, we have a few prescription pills we have to carry with sure. us. Sure. And uh, I used to carry everything just in a little pill thing, you know, you snap them in by the day. But do you, can you do that now, or do you have to have the bottle so that you they see the prescription or whatever, whatever? I don't even know. That's a good question. Uh, the you know, li- Speedy was telling me about it because he has several things, you know, he carries, and you know, Cialis and a lot of that stuff. And I didn't know, you know, how that, if I had to have the bottle on that. So I was, I hate, he's not here to tell us. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's, he has, I think he's the most recent uh, guy because he went to Alaska and he yeah. went to Miami before that. And right. so he's been on quite a few commercial airlines over the last few years. Yeah. I know this won't surprise you guys in the least, but I check uh, my uh, bathroom bag just in my big luggage. I don't, I don't, I don't, a lot of times I won't even do a carry on because I didn't want to fool with it. Right. Well, see, you know, I, I want to carry on because I've had my luggage lost oh, a few times. Yeah. Oh, I, and, I understand uh, why I should do it. I, I gamble just, it. I, <laughs> I just, I, I take that gamble because I don't want to mess with it. Plus, I, I may want some toys on the plane to play with. Right. You know, if I get bored. You don't like people touching your stuff. That's just it. Well, it really doesn't have anything to do with touching yeah. stuff. It's just if, you know, if you get there and you, you know, you, your suitcase is lost for two or three days, you'd like, that. you'd like to have a pair of underwear. You, you come know? at the time we landed in New York and it was freezing and we left here at what? And we all had t-shirts I was in on? shorts yeah. and yeah. a t-shirt and did not have luggage for like two or three yeah. days. They were like, hey, bad news, guys. <laughs> but, but I think there's been times. It's cold. That one, that one kind of got my attention. It was cold. Yeah. If it seems to be me, Bubba, now I could be completely wrong. I have a shaving kit. I know it's what it's right. called. Right. And inside that shaving kit, I put all my bathroom stuff in there and right. any prescriptions I have. Okay. Well, that, that maybe And then I just zip but it up. Stick it in, do you carry it in the bottle with the prescription on it, or uh-huh. do you just carry it in a pill yeah, pack? But it? I don't think it matters. I, yes, I do, just because I don't do a pill pack. But right. but I mean, it's a, I, I'm not doing it for any you know other reason than I just don't do a pill pack. Right. Because all I do is take a few things before I go to bed. So I don't. Right. It's not like I. Take, well, I mean, yeah. we all take vitamins and yep. you know all that stuff too. So. Yeah. I've got my relief factor. I've got my. And, I've got my. And blood. By the way, I'm gonna be packing that. Yeah, I've got my relief factor. I've got my 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 blood pressure medicine, and I've got my cholesterol medicines. That's really all I have. I wish I'd roll that blood pressure cholesterol into our vitamin. You know, I might know. as well. Everybody's taking it. Yeah. So, uh, but I have never had anybody pull this out of my luggage when it goes through in a shaving kit. Right. But I'm not saying that won't happen. I, right. I never. Well, I just don't know what the rule is now. I mean, you know, seems like I mean it's been a long time. You know, rules change. 
Yeah. And have you uh, gone and online every, and looked and said, "Here's here's how you well, do that." Well, I'm trying to do some of that. You know, uh, right. the TSA website is, uh, you know, it's not as straightforward as you know maybe Amazon. Let's say, right? Uh, <laughs> you got to you know first get through all the highlights of the month, and then you can get down and try to find some information. Correct. The other thing, you have and, to work and, your way through the rainbows to get to something. I, I know, I know, y'all will, you'll find this funny. But a few years ago, I needed to replace my backpack. So I was, you're going to love this. I was, Don't miss this. I was <laughs> I was looking around at backpacks, and you know, I kind of like oh, backpack you know, shopping. I'm, I'm kind of out there on the technical edge sometimes, and I I saw this brand called Guard Dog, Greg, <laughs> and uh, it, it's actually a bulletproof backpack. My and it's designed for kids in school. You can flip it around and use it as a uh, bulletproof vest. And they have all kind of tests where they're shooting them. It's pretty. I, mean, I just thought it was. Do you interesting. feel you you need that? I mean, is somebody no, after you? I, I is somebody gunning for no, bubble? No, I just you know right. me. I have to I have to play with stuff. Yeah. Right. So, uh, d- will they let a Kevlar backpack uh, go through, or does that set all the machines? <laughs> that up? sounds like that may be a problem. Yeah, I don't know about that. Bubba. Well, Greg, I'm not talking about what it well, sounds listen, like. No, I'm saying it, it doesn't sound like something that's going to go through without them going. Hey, hey, hey! You know, it's probably made out of obviously. Now the TSA thing says that body armor is allowed okay well then, well, you're then maybe you're good in checked and carry on but it doesn't say what if the body armor is the carry that's a great point matt in huntsville says he can help matt what what's the can and can't now if you if you fly commercial not a whole lot's changed okay. uh, since pre-covid from what you can and can't take on a plane um it, it's pretty much the same as far as your pills bubba the safe answer is take them in your in the bottle with your name on it and, you know, as, as long as you're not taking 125 vitamins on Monday morning, nah. you're probably fine. Um, you know, if you got a, a two, three things on your, you know, Friday morning, you know, little pill popper deal, yep. uh, you're you're probably fine. I don't it just saves a lot of room there. if you got it one of them pill pack things. Oh, it's true. Yeah, I know you were on hold before Bubba called bulletproof backpack, but uh, have you had time to process that? <laughs> Can Bubba take a Kevlar a backpack onto the plane? I don't see why not. It kind of depends on what's in it. Yeah, right. So it doesn't matter what it's made out of. uh, It doesn't really matter what it's made out of so long as what's in it's safe. You know, don't go take 50 aerosol cans or... Yeah, you still got the three three ounce liquid minimum or maximum and all that stuff. What about a nine? (laughs) Yeah, how about that? Uh, And a Kevlar backpack. What about a a Glock nine? How the hell that? Oh, a Glock nine. Yeah, I'm hands down on that. I'm, I'm, I'm probably a negative on that. You might get a little attention, Bubba. Yeah, yeah might be some attention. Get strip, strip search. TSA agents to give you attention. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. what you run into, Bubba and I, with with our ongoing aging process, and it's been so long since we've flown commercial. It's not that we think things have changed. We can't even remember the originals. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, Bubba, the, the the one that always gets me is the aerosols. Right. Um, because it's doesn't you know so many people use you know hairspray or whatever it may be that's in an aerosol as their everyday item and, and that's a no-no on an airplane right okay, yeah. right well i don't have to worry about yeah that. we don't spray do you yeah. hairspray a lot yeah. as you can tell yeah <laughs> <laughs> back to that foolish pride thing about. <laughs> right. all right Bubba, so you got this kevlar backpack so if a gun if you're wearing it and the guy jumps in front of you you, you turn well, you grab I, I the backpack think, and sling it around in front of them. I, I think the idea, it, it really came out of this school shooting thing. Yeah. Because yeah. somebody said, look, we can make a bulletproof backpack. 
So and we don't want to miss. You spin it around, put it in front of you, and and you know you got a chance. But if you're running away, you leave it on the back. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's it's not be a guarantee. My... It's not a guarantee, but you got a chance. Mine's you know? going to be on my back. Rick and Bubba. <laughs> Rick and Bubba. Five minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba show. All right, so uh, as uh, we make our way back, allform.com slash Bubba, how would you like to put some new furniture out there on the screen to import? Have you been putting that on? Maybe something uh, you need in your house, something you need at your office. Uh, if you're fortunate enough to have a lake house or something like that, uh, are you thinking, you know, we need, we need furniture, um, some of the stuff out there, the quality not real good. Uh, well, let me tell you, go to allform.com slash Bubba because being being comfortable is important. And it's summer, and, you, and this is that time you may get a little more time to, 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 to do these things you've been thinking about. So go to allform.com slash Bubba, and, they, and you can customize the furniture with whatever kind of legs you want in it, whatever fabric you want, and all the fabrics are stained and pet-resistant. Um, you can set it up, uh, customize it the way you want it. They send it to your house directly, uh, all made in America out of the uh, North Carolina. They send it to your door. You get a 100-day uh, free trial, meaning if you get it in the house, get it in the office, get it down at the lake, and you don't like it, you can send it back with a full refund. Uh, they have a forever warranty, okay? So uh, so this this is the kind of quality that, that you're going to get. We, we got some of their furniture down at the farm, and we love it. So go to allform.com slash Bubba right now. We're going to save you some money, um, and we're going to make sure, and the shipping's always free there. Uh, but we're also going to save you money because we're going to get you 20% off anything that you buy. Uh, and remember that forever warranty by going to allform.com slash Bubba. Save 20% on anything. They've got, they've got chairs. They've got sofas. They've got um, sectionals. Uh, so uh, you, can, you can start small and, and go big uh, or whatever you need. You can find it. Allform.com slash Bubba. Also, rickandbubba.com right there under the sponsors button. All right, a couple of things I got for you, Bubba, on your travels. Okay. First of all, you got Ken in his truck, and and I know you really need to know about medications first. Well, just yeah, just general right. Curious. And so, so Ken, you can answer that question, and I'll also read you another um, another text that I got. So, Ken, go ahead. Yes, me and my wife flew out of Birmingham uh, the last week in May, and we both carried our pill packs with us, but they were in our uh, checked luggage; it wasn't in uh, carry-ons. And no issue. No issue. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm getting to. Uh, here's one: flew four times this past uh, uh, in, in recent uh, last this past weekend. Uh, it says not sure what airline Bubba's on, but this person was on Southwest. Uh, the new uh, he said, let me warn you about this: the the mask thing on the on the plane they're very strict about. You will wear the mask. He said some of the airports were very strict that you have to wear the mask all the whole time you're in the airport. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Just when you got so you can breathe again. He said, as far as luggage, nothing's really changed. You can take me- medicine in your bag. Uh, he said, what I do is I put all all of it in a Ziploc bag, and they didn't say anything. Tell Bubba though that he needs to not listen to you and have a carry on bag uh, with personal items. He goes because my buddy um, uh, checked luggage, and he was going to try to play some golf where we were going. He goes when he got there, his driver was broken half. Mm. And he said, and, and we thought we could have something. So what? He didn't have it in a hard case. Uh, I don't know. He checked it, and, and they broke it. Mm. Well, that's that's mm. that's probably hard to break a driver. Well, apparently they can do it. <laughs> I mean, you first mistake was thinking you could have something. I don't know. And no one 
So, uh, so and, and on the backpack, I've looked it up. It says it was designed to be TSA approved, and and it's supposed to be. But they said you never know when rule changes, and check with the TSA. And I'm like, well, nah, you can't even. Hey, if, if we got some TSA folks listening, how about drop me an email? <clears throat> well, I, I'm anxious to talk to you because I I don't want to have to get another backpack to travel with. Mm-hmm. Is what I'm saying because I got all my stuff in this one. I know where everything is, my cords, you know, and all that. Well, after today, you and I aren't going to see each other till July the sixth. So, I hope you can. I mean, make some notes because when you get back, I want to say, tell me about, tell me about travel. Yeah, well, I will. Uh, And you know, we had the story. uh, I think we're flying out on American, and I think they've canceled a bunch of flights already. Got to round up some pilots from somewhere. I know. (laughs) (laughs) They furloughed them all. (laughs) Can I tell you something? Change oil on that thing before we go. Yeah, maybe get Uh, the mechanics out. How about a little test flight? Well, I've I've had some American experiences. Yeah, and. um, And, and well, I, 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 hey, let me ask you this. How important is the time you leave? Well, let me say this. Because uh, I, because I wouldn't get attached th- to it. This goes back to <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't flown in a long time. Right. And I, I literally forgot some of the things I used to do. I never would book through these discount groups. Mm-mm. You know, I'd always go straight to the airline, mm-hmm. whatever. And I did on this one. So, you know, and, and after I did it, I went, you know, I know better than that. But. We'll see. <laughs> but you did a direct flight. Of course, if I'm a direct flight. And it, but that was the problem. They're, they're just, we were trying to get a direct flight, and that's the only time I could get one Friday morning. And probably on the airline, you could get it on at that yeah. time. Yep. Yeah. But the, and, and so a direct flight leaves you know, room for you know, not as much error, doesn't right. leave as much room for error. Right. Right. But, but still, if it doesn't leave on time, you still are now directly still late. Well, you know. it, it's okay. I mean, I, I mark the day off to fly. Anyway, well, you have so, to. You yeah. and I have flown enough. Any of you that fly a lot, if you're, you're not even, you don't even remotely land on we need to be on the ground at this time. If you no. do that, you're setting yourself up for yeah. the most anxiety and, and the most yeah. disappointment. You need to really have an attitude when you go fly commercial to have the attitude of we'll get there at some point. So uh, now, don't forget you're paying for this, and it's pretty expensive. Because if you let that get, creep in your mind, you really get mad. Yeah, I'll just, yeah. I'll just have to have the. Uh, you know the the number for Oscar close by. Yeah, you just do, in case I had to be rescued. You, you do realize that when you where can get that net jet insurance today? Anybody know? <laughs> I, I know. I, I, listen, callers. I, I know that. Uh, I know that. You know the airlines have have done a good job of indoctrinating us. Is that we should just be thankful they're letting us fly? Right. Right. But but yeah. I, but I but I want to go back to this because it really is this straightforward. If I pay hundreds of dollars, okay, because it's usually hundreds of dollars. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I pay hundreds of dollars, and I'm just going to grab a number out of the air, to leave at 7.15 a.m., mm-hmm. my time, right. and to be where I'm going at 9.45, their time. Right. That's what I paid for. I paid for that and that, and I don't get that. I don't know how to break this to everybody. I paid for something I didn't get. That's right. Now, I know that no, no, it really is that straightforward. And I'm not talking about the things that— Rick, that, how dare you? I'm not talking about the things that can't be controlled. I'm just talking about inefficiency, that, that we, can't, we can't get the job done. Right. And, uh, and so, but, so people really pay for something they don't get. And that's—you uh, that's, uh, remember the one time that I, I, I almost led the revolution and, and Sherry said, you're doing that thing you do. <laughs> and uh, and that's that time that we had been delayed all day long, and we were finally leaving at like midnight that night. Right. And 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 I had some one some one of the staff get on the plane and get on to all of us mm-hmm. that we needed to be quiet, sit down because it had been a long day for everybody. That's a bad speech. Dude. And, and I said, "Oh, oh, wait, just oh, wait, just a minute. <laughs> oh, no, uh, hang oh. on." And Sherry starts gripping my knee. No, no, I need to. I'm say with this. you on this. I said, "Hey, I need to say this. Y'all are getting paid." 
to go through. We're this, the customer. To go through this horrific day. That's what. That's your job. You we, offered this flight. Yeah, we actually paid our money for yeah. something we're not getting. We're paying to be treated this way, and y'all be so inefficient. So I'd be real careful getting on us who 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 are are, are sitting here ready to get to where we were supposed to be in about six seven hours ago. Right. Okay, so so let's let's be real careful. We're not in the same boat. Yeah, let's be. You get this is your job, so you're going to get a check for this. You took money from me, yeah. for me to be sitting here in this misery. So uh, I think actually it ought to be the other way around. Maybe y'all get on here apologetic. Should uh, be say say we're very sorry. Uh, and some you know we're we're going to get you there. Uh, how, how about this? We're going to go ahead and start giving you guys some snacks and something to drink right now mm-hmm. because we're going to over. We feel bad. Yeah, we really feel bad about what a horrific experience you've had with our product. That you paid for, not gonna happen. So, uh, so anyway, but it's uh, it's a wild, it's a wild ride out there. And mm. uh, but I think you know what, you know what you need to do, just like people have done with this show. Expect it to be horrible, right? And then, and then if it's yeah. anywhere close to Prepare acceptable, I'll be ecstatic. No, I've get to the point when I fly. Back when I was flying a good bit on commercial, I just said if if anything happens that doesn't include just all out misery, I will consider this a win. I mean, my, my my standard got so low. I mean, if I just end up where I'm going at some point with all my luggage, it's a win. Yeah. And because uh, if you think of anything higher than that, and like you're going to have like a, a really easy, smooth, luxurious time, it just. It, yeah, what's that airline they show on TV where it looks like you got your own little apartment in there? Oh, I know. You know yeah, I've seen yeah. those commercials. Yeah. Who is that? That's, that's one is these, that that Emirate Airlines? Yeah, yeah, I think that's so. One of these, that's one of these Middle Eastern yeah. uh, Arabic things. And, you know, because you – Man, you, yeah. that thing. I know. Yeah, going I, trip I mean, in that. I, I mean, I know it's luxurious, but – Can't you know, somebody in the U.S. just give out a shot? Yeah. yeah. You, yeah. Might, you might hit United it Arab Emirates or something. Yeah. And you look at that and you go, look, I know that we all have stereotypes or whatever, and you don't want to get in the mode of thinking, well, it's a very, very nice, nice experience, but I wonder where they're taking us. Yeah. I mean, I'm a little nervous. They're keeping us really comfortable. Like a prize cow. Yeah. Don't spook them. It's real nice, but then where are they taking us? Something don't feel right. Remind me to tell you something in the break. I can't say on there about that. But anyway, so um, 15 minutes to the top of the hour. Funny. 15 minutes to the top of the hour. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. Bubba, I know we have a story in your world. I also experienced this ongoing problem we have in our society right now with not a lot of demand and not a lot of supply. Can't get anything. And I couldn't believe where it hit yesterday. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Ten Bubba. minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Todd Jones. Hey, Todd, Todd. Todd Jones will be our guest on Rick and Bubba University, the podcast this weekend. We'll record that today. Enjoy that. Todd's got a great story, and he's a lot of fun. We'll be cutting up, talking to uh, yeah, Todd Aruski. I told him to bring his A game today, by the way. So uh, we'll go to the uh, we'll go to the phones at eight six six. We be big, Bubba. You want to hear about his flying horror stories? Well, sure, <laughs> sure. I'm oh, sure. I'd oh, like boy. to you know try to avoid these if possible. Yeah, Kevin. Flight one. Hopefully, our flight's still going. Kevin in Huntsville, one hundred point three, the river. Kev, go ahead. Hey, good morning. Uh, yeah, a couple weeks ago, my wife and I and our two kids, we had booked flights to go out to New Hampshire to see her side of the family. We woke up in the morning, got all of our bags together. We went out to the airport. 
little kiosk thingy wasn't working, so we went to the counter because there was no line. I said, hey, we're here to check in. Here's our paperwork and our itinerary or conference numbers. Like, I'm sorry, there's no tickets for you. Oh, my goodness. No oh, goodness. <laughs> you can't even. Like, we need those tickets. You, well, what happened? <laughs> you had Your tickets yeah, were no good? Yeah, well, no, they, they type everything in. They pull some up. They do some little typing on the computer. They give us a confirmation number. They type it in. And it pulls up someone else's name. Oh, Kevin. Like, no, that's not us. And they, they told us, well, that's all right. All we can do, I mean, what did you book your tickets to? We said we booked through Priceline. I said, well, it's a, you're going to have to call them because on our system, we don't see you flight. Oh, your my gosh. Number pull, your, your number pulls up some other person in their family. So we call Priceline, and it's an automated thingy. You have to wait. You know, it says, you know, we'll put your place in line. We'll call you back. Wait uh, approximately 45 minutes. You're killing me, Kevin. What happened? So so this is what Bubba and I said. Look, be careful about these third parties. I'm telling you. You you call the airline. I don't even go online sometimes. I'll call somebody. Get on the phone. I want to book some tickets. Who am I talking to? <laughs> yeah, so um so did you did you did you ever get tickets? Eventually I get a hold of someone at Priceline. They say that United had canceled our flights and then rescheduled it, but when they did that, they didn't tell Priceline. So we didn't get put back on the original flight. Priceline thought we were still good to go on our original flight, but United had already switched stuff around. We booked these back in like March. We're yeah. flying out a couple weeks ago, so we bought them way in advance because of the yeah. God forbid, yeah. Were... God forbid you buy them in advance and think you got everything handled. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, cause yeah. With COVID, prices were cheap. No one was flying. Everyone was terrified. So there was dirt cheap tickets. Not dirt cheap. And we still spent twelve hundred dollars on these tickets, but not dirt cheap. But it was cheaper than what they were. Recently, did you ever get on the plane? We did not. We we ended up not getting to take our trip to see a family. We were supposed to go for a whole week. All they did was uh, refunded us our money. They didn't put us on a new flight. You oh, never, you never got to take the trip. My gracious! No, my my four year old was crushed. He was wow. so excited to go fly through the clouds. He wanted to go beyond a cloud and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. We still haven't, or you can try maybe reschedule for another date, but that still hasn't happened yet. So we just. Totally missed out on our entire trip. Oh wow. I mean, hey, you can't even go uh, see whose family. parents was he going to see? His or hers? Oh, that's important. I didn't catch Sir? that. No, I didn't catch that. That, um, that mm. he just said I, a family. See, Greg, this is what Greg does. This is what Greg me. does to you. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, buddy. You're all over that, Bubba. Mm-hmm. I can't look anything face value. No. And how about how about if there was some doubt Take that was going pill. on? I call the show to tell everybody how terrible that this whole thing yeah. was. Well played. Yeah. If that's good, the case, but good call. If, sir. if he did that to keep from going to see his in laws, it's one of the most beautiful things now, I've ever seen. That said. is yeah. a good one. And then now, now the wife's mad at United, not mad at him, mad sure. at Priceline. Uh, Trey and Troy, can you imagine? Trey, mm-hmm. hat, welcome. Hey guys, how are y'all? Good, You're great, good. So about two years ago, I went on a senior mission trip to Romania, and we booked the trip through our, the, the missionary over in Romania, which is our first mistake. Oh, yes. Um, we went from Atlanta to Newark, and we're supposed to go to from Newark to Dublin and then Dublin to Romania. But there was a storm in Newark, so we got stuck on the tarmac for like three hours, and it was just sitting in the plane. Oh, my gosh. And then once we got to Dublin... It was a connecting flight, and the flight had already left. Of course. So we were mm. stuck in Dublin for over eight hours. And by the time that there was another flight for us to get to Romania, my mom almost had to stay in Dublin for the night, which was not fun. Did, um, you, did you have a so good time in Dublin? It was Dublin Airport is the worst airport in the world. I can say that for a fact. 
Um, well, it's because it's in, Nor- it's in Northern Ireland. They're still they're still loyal to the Brits. <laughs> <laughs> we almost we thought we were going to have to go on a mission trip to Ireland based on what was happening. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's unbelievable. Look, the, the, uh, Sherry, I remember one time she went with a group of women to India, and she describes trying to catch these connecting flights because anytime, and I understand what they're doing. Anytime the church is booking all your stuff, they're trying to do it as a you know save as much money as possible, which is. I understand that, but of course, if you don't get where you're going, I'm not sure what you save. But, but they, uh, that, she said she was talking about like women with carry-ons running through airports, trying to run as hard as they oh, could to catch planes and stuff. Oh my gosh, uh, Luke in Huntsville, Luke one hundred point three. How river. you doing, gentlemen? Hey, buddy, how you doing? Doing well. Hey, I just maybe this help mitigate your commercial airline problems a little bit. But I read all things airline, study them, and. Delta has significantly better on-time departures yeah. and lost luggage percentages. And I know it's a little more expensive, but that kind of stems to the you get what you pay for oh, yeah. type deal. Oh, yeah. And I hear horror stories with American all the time. The only time I've ever had problems with Delta, we flew out of Montrose, and they had to send a smaller plane from Atlanta. But they booked us on United and gave my mom and I both $800 worth of flight credits. Yeah, my my experiences with Delta have been superior to the others. There, there's no doubt. Yeah, and uh, but uh, and now when I it, it it's not perfect. I mean, because the the system is not perfect. But um, in the in the world of imperfection of commercial airlines and schedules and inefficiency, they they seem to be the best experience. And absolutely, it, and I know he was trying to get a direct flight American, but like you say, if you're if you're late for six hours, but you could have connected to Atlanta on Delta from Birmingham. You know, and you're on time, and you get there three hours later than what your direct flight would have been. Hey, I think it's worth it to me. Well, hopefully, it all goes smooth. <laughs> yeah, of course, you know, we wish there's a few less stories about American. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. Can you? Here's what I'm trying to figure out when I look over here. Everybody's talking about flying and all this. And suddenly, there's a guy right in the middle that wants to talk about Blink 182. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost interested to take that call and see what he has to say well, about I that. I think there's either is, I think that, somebody's got cancer or died or something. Really? Completely. I completely. You want to throw that the in there? Just see what yeah, he's it got. It is odd that he's I mean, does he think picking this time. Uh, Jonathan, what, what do you got to say about Blink 182? Hey, how you guys doing? Good. I was just calling because um, I know you played. Some of that music is bad music yesterday, and you play it from time to time. And uh, Helms is right that the bassist did um, just come out yesterday, and announced he had uh, cancer. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how bad or. Yeah. Um, but I know you play that music from time to time. Have you heard that? No, I haven't. I, I, I don't follow them really. Yeah, the, you, you have no idea that was them you were playing, did you? Uh, well, yeah, not, thought, not, yeah, wasn't there a story of you saw them a while ago, or am I completely thinking of a different person? You are thinking of a different person. I think it was Speedy. Okay. Speedy did. Yeah. <laughs> no, Speedy? He, he, Speedy didn't say anything. Yeah, it, it's okay. Uh, now, we have some uh, like CDs that are in here that are just music beds that were put together by a third party. Uh, so even if I play them as bed music, I don't. I've never really listened to them. I, I know who they are. Yeah, and, yeah, and it, I did see that story today. Yeah. So so that's. Uh, well, I hate that for. Uh, he didn't reveal what type or or what stage or anything. Right. Yeah. So um, I thought maybe he needed to catch an airplane or something and uh, part of it, but it's good to do Yeah. Uh, top of the hour, 866-WE-BE-BIG. We have uh, stories from within the show. Uh, President Biden uh, lets uh, all of us know that uh, uh, we shouldn't try to uh, take on the government. Uh, he gives us kind of a 
Talk Down. We got all that coming up next hour. Stick around. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America. Me and all my friends, we're all misunderstood. They say we stand for nothing and there's no way we ever could. Now we see Six and a half minutes, uh, the Rick and Bubba show from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. We thank you for being with us today. Uh, Greg... Helmsy, Adler, all here. Uh, we got uh, Barbecue Smoke Neck taking phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG, helping out Adler, the winner, all interns in Rick and Bubba University. Welcome back, Bill Bubba Bus. Rick, glad to be here, honored and privileged. Thank all of you for joining us. Bubba, I want you to know, uh, as you cling to your guns and your bibles and uh, worrying about the Second Amendment, uh, the president's going to let you know if you uh, you need you need to get in the real world. Where did he go? Uh, Where did he go? President Biden. President Biden update. Where did he go? He's hiding in the basement. Does anybody know? Basement Joe. So President Joe Biden is going to let all of us know that we keep talking about the Second Amendment, you know, that that, uh, that inconvenient constitutional right, uh, that he wants us to know that if you're thinking about taking on the government, uh, you, you need to think again. Your little guns aren't going to do anything. Watch it. So, uh, by the way, this, these are the kind of speeches uh, for, you know, liberty-loving Americans that make us all uncomfortable. Uh, this is not the kind of thing we really want the president of a, of a constitutional republic uh, in a free country, th- this these kind of speeches are the kind of things that kind of get people a little. This is not helping. So, so here, you mean like the King of England used to do? Yeah. So yeah. here, here he is. The Second Amendment from the day it was passed limited the type of people who could own a gun and what type of weapon you could own. You couldn't buy a cannon. Those who say the blood of the the blood of patriots, you know, and all the stuff about how we're going to have to move against the government. Well, the tree of liberty is not water with the blood of patriots. What's happened is that there have never been, if you wanted to think you need to Good have night. weapons to take on the government, you need F-15s and maybe some nuclear weapons. The point is that there's always been the ability to limit, rationally limit the type of weapon that can be owned and who can own it. What, can he? Where's that? Boy, he goes all over the road, doesn't he? You know, somebody wrote something. That I, point I, is very clear. Yeah, I, I uh, think that the president was given a speech that somebody worked really hard on and said that if he'll, if he will just take this, I think he, and, and he, buddy, the minute you hand him a speech, you think to yourself, Oh my God, boy, Oh boy. What's he going to do with this? Does anybody even, what, what is he saying about that? The, they didn't let people have cannons. What is he talking about? It's uh, Rick, Rick, look. you didn't get, he explained it <laughs> can I perfectly. Hear, can I hear it again? Do y'all mind if I hear it again? All right, let me hear it again. Yeah, just the Second clarity. Amendment from the day it was passed limited the type of people who could own a gun. What type of people? And what type of weapon you could own. You couldn't buy a cannon. Those who say the blood of li- the, the blood of patriots, you know, and all the stuff about how we're going to have to so you can't think of what they wrote. move against the government. Well, the tree of liberty is not water with the blood of patriots. What's happened is that there have never been, if you wanted to think you need to, have weapons to take on the government. You need F-15s and maybe some nuclear weapons. The point is that there's always been the ability to limit, rationally limit, the type of weapon that can be owned and who can own it. 
I, I, I'm not sure where. where. Where do you? Where in the Second Amendment are they talking about cannons? Uh, what, Rick, you, what is he talking about? This tree of liberty well, and the blood of patriots well, he, stuff. He, is he, this, right this is something out of history. Listen, I'm sure that I'm not aware. He tried of. to be sharp, and he gets he gets lost, and of he course. can't remember the quote. You would think somebody would have wrote it uh, down for him. What he was supposed to say is, "They say the tree of liberty is watered with the blood of patriots," and he can't get it. Yeah. And, then, and then and then it once and who, then, who said that? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. Is it a quote? I, yeah, uh, yeah. But that's I. I look. I. That's what he is supposed to have I heard said. Cannons. You're right. And uh, and he can't. He cannot communicate a point. I, honestly, I don't think F fifteen would work today. All right, here, yeah. come, here, come, here come comes to the microphone. Here comes That's the rule number one the here winner, in broadcast. The winner is approaching. Here it comes. Winner, always go Why to a microphone. Why is there a picture of a dog over I do mind. not know. It was there. That's it, Millie. Yeah, That's Millie, that. the rescue dog, right? Mm-hmm. Is it really? Yeah. Okay. We like to keep her here for motivation. So uh, Mr. Eddie Van Andler sent me in here to clarify. Okay. Uh, so the quote, I believe it's Thomas Jefferson, mm-hmm. and he says the, the tree of liberty must be watered with the blood of tyrants from time to time. He's talking about clearing out the, right. the bad leadership and right. stuff. Right, okay. right. Like Hitler, and I see. What saying. And he kept saying "patriots" instead of "tyrants." Right. Okay. So he didn't even have the quote about. right. Yeah. No. No. Well, I think my quote even works too because patriots have to continue to give us liberty. That's right. But what he was saying is that uh, you, if you want to stay free, you got to get rid of tyrants. And we're talking about F-15s and nuclear weapons. I mean, I love this country and I love the the fighting men and women. But I'll say the Taliban did pretty well for twenty years without F-15s or nukes. You the know? winter dropping. The winter just wow. dropping. My gosh, he oh, dropped the mic. Right. Look at the okay. winter. I don't know if you've seen the Taliban taking back over Afghanistan. Yes, oh, sure. yeah. Well, they'll do that when you leave. That worked out well. Hey, 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 they'll do that when you leave. The tree of liberty must be refreshed from time to time with the blood of patriots and, and tyrants. tyrants. Which that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I, I, as I as I was well, he I was thinking said it. Both sides are going to have to. To shed blood right, to keep that, liberty free. So, but yeah. now let's watch him try to say it again. All right, can I hear it again? Now that we know the quote. All right, here we go. He, he, Second he, Amendment from the day it was passed it, what, limited the type of people who could own a gun and what type of weapon you could own. You couldn't buy a cannon. Those who say the blood of the the blood of patriots, you know, and all the stuff about how we're going to have to wait a move minute, against wait a the government. That's worse than well, I thought. The it tree was. of liberty is not water with the blood of patriots. What's happened is. That there have never been, if you wanted to think you need to have weapons to take on the government, you need F-15s and maybe some nuclear weapons. He's just rambling on. Ah, lay y'all. This is, that's, know, the the le- that's, the that's the, le- that's the yeah. leader of the free world. By the way, of course, Babylon B said this is called a rush on, on citizens buying F-15. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if, I'm a, if I want to take on the government, I'm going to have to have Raptors, man. Yeah, F-15's no. an outdated airplane now. Yeah. Number one, like the winner said, he is wrong. We've had some pesky little countries that didn't have a whole lot. And, I mean, uh, the, Afghan, the Afghans have fought the Russians Rick, and us. Rick, how about this? I'm going to have to give the Afghanis. They have survived a Russian invasion and a United States invasion. Yes, they have. And, and they're still going. They're still going. Still growing poppy seed today. Right. Or whatever it is. <laughs> Did you say poppy seed? What right is here? it they grow over there? I don't know. What's, for, what uh, they make cocaine the heroin, out of? Heroin, yeah, Bubba, heroin heroin. And all. Now let's go back to his talk of Second Amendment. What is poppy he talking plant. about? Rick, I have no idea. I have no idea. Why, why was this even <laughs> brought funny. up? Why was this? Well, because, because people are saying the Second saying. Amendment cannot be limited. And Biden, the Biden administration wants to limit it. He well, says, who yes. Can have what? Yeah, he says it can be limited. It's always been, there. you've always had a chance to limit it. You can't just let, the Second Amendment didn't give you a, uh, the right to buy a cannon. Apparently, if we use the Afghani example, if you're willing to live in a cave and have subpar living conditions to what we're used to, go back to the Stone Age. Right. And you have a white Toyota truck. And a, a, f- what? a white Toyota truck. <laughs> 
and a few rifles, you can survive anybody. Yeah. It looks like the Toyota, If you, it seems to hold a gun back there pretty good. I tell you, I, I don't know what dealership has the deal on the Middle East selling white trucks. <laughs> they, got they, they have. They have. I mean, there must be a gazillion of them. The Constitution allows the people of America to be armed so that people who want to take your stuff, harm you, or the government, it gives you a fighting chance against people just doing to you whatever they want to do. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it, it wasn't about yeah, hunting. Right, right, hunting right. was a given. That that one, even, that didn't even oh, need to address that. No. But keep in mind too, the first ten amendments to the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, there was going to be no Constitution until they were okayed. They said, "No way, we're not starting a new government till these ten things are addressed." Period, and the government will not be a part of it. And they, they I mean, it was at a dead stop until and all they did of it, that. And all of it, because I know they don't teach this anymore. All of it was designed to limit, 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 government. limit the government. So what they did is said, let's come up with these ten things that will address the problems we had under a king. And it will never, ever be able to do these things. Right. And now, I know technology has caused uh, some some issue with some of this, but I, the concept is what's important, not not the equipment of the day. Mm-hmm. There it is. I mean, we just showed it right there, right out of the Constitution. Well-regulated... Militia. may be necessary, so the, the people's right to arm themselves should never be infringed. And if you go on and read the end of that, at the very end, it says, look, if this, if this system don't work, the people have the right to replace it by whatever means necessary. And it does mention a militia, and I bet they probably needed a cannon. Yep. We'll take your phone calls next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey everybody, this is Garth Brooks, and you're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. You know, I'm no stranger to the fridge myself. 21 minutes past the hour. The gang uh, here, except for Speedy, he's on vacation. Uh, He'll return next week hosting best of Rick and Bubba shows. Bubba and I will be on vacation. We'll return on July the 6th. Tomorrow, buddy, we're a skeleton crew. Uh, Bubba and Adler will be uh, gone a day early. Uh, so to be down to uh, Greg and, and Helmsy, me and the interns. Uh, so um, and uh, Adder will have a replacement, uh, a former intern as well. Uh, all right, so um, let's go to the phones. Uh, let's uh, let's start uh, with Brad in the great state of Tennessee. Brad, Brad. Wel- welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you today, buddy? I'm doing good. How about y'all? Fired up. Fired up. Hey, uh, yeah, that quote that the confuser in chief was trying to was trying to refer to was uh, it was Thomas Jefferson, and it's the tree of liberty must from time to time be renewed with the blood of ty- tyrants and patriots. Yeah, that's what he meant. Yeah, that the boy, I tell you, he uh, he did not really he didn't walk that out too good, did he? Did not. No. And no, that, yeah, but, and what but, he's saying is, hey, if you're gonna wash the tree of liberty with the, the current government, you better get some F-15, some nuclear weapons. <laughs> okay, buddy. Not <laughs> pal. <laughs> and of course, then Adler comes in through the winter and clarifies. Eh. The Afghans have done pretty good. So, so the winter's speaking for Adler today. Is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> when did the winter become the mouthpiece of Adler? <laughs> Just maybe the winter should come in here and tell her. <laughs> Let's go to Caleb. Oh, and- sorry, uh, he actually knew the quote. I didn't know the quote. I was like, dude, run in there, go tell him. That's, okay. Uh, it wasn't my. Yeah, I sent him in there, but he was the one that did it. Kind oh, of really? a cool idea, though, that the winter lot becomes the mouthpiece from time to time. 
Uh, let's go to Caleb credit in Springville. Uh, he, he's probably in there writing jokes right now. Uh, <laughs> Caleb, go ahead. Hey, guys. How's it going? Appreciate all you do. Thank you. Real quick, the uh, Second Amendment that was there, not for the federal government to enforce, the Second Amendment recognizes the rights of states. It's the states that have the right to limit or to permit any weapon they want. That's why I totally disagree with the Ninth Circuit overturning the ruling in California as well. The people, if the people in California want to ban assault weapons, let them do it. That's California. What does that got to do with what's going on here in Alabama? Well, what the Second Amendment is there for the states to enforce. But I'm seeing states and the people. Well, but but how do you at the time they wrote this, there were no state constitutions, right? All that had to come later. Now this addresses the federal government. I give you that. Yeah, but but I will say this: What do? What, how do you? How can a state infringe a right that the Constitution says cannot be infringed? Because originally, the original intent behind it was to protect the states, to have the states have the power, not the federal government. So it was there to limit your right, there to limit the federal government. Yeah, that's why. But- but most That's of the why state. The Tenth Amendment says, but the Tenth Amendment says powers not specifically right given right. to the federal government. Are but held for the states. But most of the states' constitutions begin exactly and mirror mirror the federal constitution and yeah. covers a lot of that. Well, look, oh, the, absolutely. Yeah. Well, the president says you better get more weapons if you go if you if you got if you got any plans. Uh, so uh, <laughs> you know, I don't even know what he's talking about. I well, do. It doesn't even make sense. I do. I do. I tell you what he's saying. If you're paying attention, he's saying, "Look, y'all have all the rights you want to, but the federal government and the military we're stronger than any yeah. of y'all." They ain't, nobody, they ain't nobody trying to take over the federal government. No, right. Okay, try and be sure. Right. We the the what we had happen at the Capitol building was some very fired up people went over the line, went too far, and and you know the one thing they won't address when they say, "Well, why did this happen? How does this happen? We got to have a committee. We got to talk about it. We got to do a research on it." Let me tell you why they got rowdy as they did, okay? Can I just share this with everybody? This is, you know, let me give you the insight. They saw people riot all summer long and nothing was done about it, so they figured it was free game to do what they wanted to do. That's the bottom line. Yeah. Well, and... and I, Ask one of them that was there. I mean, I, I, I would, would, wouldn't want to live in this kind of chaos, but I do think that the um, commander-in-chief also, I think what he forgets sometimes when... If governments get out of hand and they start overreaching and they become tyrannical, I think the assumption that all of the military and all the weapons will line up with the central government is probably a little bit delusional too. Right. Uh, it normally doesn't go that way because there may actually be people in the military that think that the government is unfit. And um, and they're trying to purge them right now, by the yeah. way. I don't know if you've seen yeah. that. And now I, I, hope, I, hope, I, don't wanna, I hope we never get to that. I wish we would all – operate in this constitutional republic the way it was designed but if the people ever get to the point where they think that that system doesn't work anymore and that's that's when you start having problems uh let's go to uh craig in georgia craig welcome to rick and bubba good morning uh i was kind of wondering where joe biden was getting his uh getting the constitution that he was reading from because he's been in washington long enough he should be able to quote verbatim everything in the 
Yeah, I think sometimes politicians yeah. are actually extremely well versed on the Constitution. They're just hoping you're not. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> they want to sell you on another version right. of it. They're just hoping you aren't. Moving to a different topic, Ed in Huntsville. Ed, go ahead. Welcome. One hundred point three, the River. Good morning, my fellow biggins. Hey, man. Hey, dude. Um, I don't want to get too much in the context of the story I'm fixing to tell you about. But if you look on Channel 48's website here in Huntsville yesterday, they were talking about IKEA in Atlanta celebrating Juneteenth by buying their employees lunch. And uh, they weren't happy with the lunch they got. Well, you talking about the menu? Yeah. Yeah, they and some people are is calling this where it food races again. Being is, is tone this, deaf and all that what? and all that stuff. Well. The menu had Greg? some things on it that, you know, sometimes might be considered. So Fuzzy Zeller made the menu. Yeah, <laughs> well, he did. That's it, a great I, I've one. never understood why. But I like everything on that menu. Yeah, why some well, of yeah, the. you would, you're white. Well, the, the yeah. first two well, is I what mean, caught all the headlines, fried chicken and watermelon. Well, it's. And, and I've, I've never understood because <sighs> I love those two. I don't know how that can be assigned to a group of people and then it's become racist. I, I just I do not get it. Look, yeah. I mean, you. There's there's food ethnic you know different at, eat you know towards their culture whatever, but I, I'm like you what what that's not I don't ca- well I, don't know. I will say this I agree with everything you guys are saying that food is somehow racist I think all that's silly uh, I think that you either like food or you don't like certain kinds of food I like everything on that menu very very much yeah uh, because I'm from the South uh, it's more that but yeah. but you you do have to be a little smarter than that don't you. Yeah, I mean, but, but because because you That's saw what, I mean, I, no no I got there's the way the world should be I got you but then there's the way the world is because that looked a great menu to me. oh yeah matter of fact I will I will lunch I saw that I, I'm like I'm in for that you, lunch you get, right there you get me fried chicken watermelon collard greens potato salad mac and cheese I, mac and I'm all in but what I'm saying is don't doesn't somebody sitting in a conference room say now let me be clear we're gonna show that we're celebrating Juneteenth. Uh, the Emancipation Proclamation oh, and slaves finding out that they are free that didn't know it. All a great thing to celebrate. So are you kidding me? Did some? Are we really going to go out there and serve fried chicken and watermelon? Are, are we this stupid? Uh, so, And I'm not saying that I agree with that, but you got to be smarter than that. Yeah. Don't you have to That's be smarter? Shame. Don't you have to be smarter yeah. than that? Yeah, I guess it's a shame. Right. As gentle as the dove, but as wise as a serpent. Sorry, Bubba. Uh, and that lacked a little wisdom, I think. Especially when you're trying to be sharp and show, to show that you're so advanced and so woke. And Bottom Bubba, of the hour. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Bespoke post. Uh, part of the Rick and Bubba family now. Uh, and what what do they do? Well, I'll tell you what they do. They, they'll send you a box of awesome. What is a box of awesome? That's a great question. Uh, well, these are boxes that come to you, and you can do them monthly, or you can do them uh, you know, every now and then. Uh, and what they do is uh, you can send them as gifts as well. Uh, you, you do a little questionnaire and kind of let the, the folks at Bespoke Post know the things that you're really interested in, things you, do, you think are cool. Uh, and then, either for yourself or someone as a gift, uh, they'll send you or that person a box of awesome, and it'll have some cool items in there. They cost um, $45 a box, and there's a, they're, they're guaranteed to have at least $70 
worth of stuff in there. And the stuff they send is based on the answers to the questions that help their team create the box of awesome that is uniquely you or uniquely the person you'll be sending the box to. It's free and super easy to sign up. You can skip a month. You can cancel any time without any hassles at all. Uh, and if you go to boxofawesome.com right now and enter the code Bubba at checkout, uh, we will get you 20% off that first box you send out. So go check it out today, folks. Uh, put it uh, put in your first order, and then you can kind of see what this is all about. Get your box of awesome right now by going to boxofawesome.com, code Bubba, for 20% off. There's also a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. Now, Bubba, I understand you have a story from yesterday in the world of, uh, of Bubba. Well, Rick, we, we've been talking about the show, and, you know, we're all getting a little bit older now. We are. And we are. H- how long have you been on the show now, Greg? Uh, be 14 years in August. Hams, how long? What did he say, 14 to yeah. 13? Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 13 in October. So, you know, we're going on 28. Adler, how long have you been here? Should be 12, probably. 12 years? Yeah. Something like that, yeah. So, uh, you know. Is it 12? Oh, here, I thought the – I thought the like- – Winter was like six months after Helms. Is that right? Yeah, probably so. Yeah, it was shortly after. It was. Yeah, it was. It was, it was, it was less than a year. Yeah, it was less than a year after Helms. Remember, Bubba and I were talking about aging, so we have no idea. We just. <laughs> we, it, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, uh, yeah it, right. And uh, so you know, with the things that go along with that, and the pull muscles, and you know, knee surgeries and all that kind sure, of stuff. Sure, just all kinds so, of things. Yeah. Uh, last night I had a new experience though that I haven't had yet. Uh, oh, my wow. my office is upstairs in a bedroom and. I was bringing some stuff down the stairs. I had a, a big bag of garbage and some paperwork, you know, and we're always uh, cleaning up, moving stuff out. And, uh, you know, I'm coming down the steps, and I hear Betty say something about she'd move my keys. The next thing I know, I am laying in the floor. What? Stuff everywhere. <laughs> Dog coming to lick me and check on me. Oh, what? And I, I guess I fell down the steps. You First guess. time I've ever Wait done Wait a minute, you, you fell did. down the steps? I did. Head over heels or no, sideways roll? Luckily for me, I was close to the bottom. But I don't Great. even know. This is the bad thing. I don't even know what I did. I don't know if I missed the last step. What, did you black out? Or thought I was on the floor and I wasn't. Did you end up on your back or on well, your side? or? Rick, at one point, I go barreling into the wall head first. That well, you know at all. And then, oh, and I, then I bounce like back and earthquake. hit the floor. And you know it's so funny because Gosh, if I you know when, seen it. when you're younger, the first thing you do when you fall is you try to hop up right. real quick. Now when you get older, you don't do that. No. You, you start running the checklist. You go, okay, I'm not paralyzed. I feel my toes. Right, you're right. And then you think, hip. You oh, know yeah. that's, the, oh, first yeah, that's the first thing. And my hips, hips feel that bri- okay. That brittle hip. And then you look down. I don't see bones sticking out anywhere. Right. I think I'm all right there. And then you just, you know, but you go, let me lay here just a yeah. minute. Let me see just, what all works. Let me just be sure I'm all right before I try to get up. What happened to you bag of trash? Try to get up. Well, it went everywhere. Oh, oh, man. So, of course, uh, you know, Betty comes in. It did make a noise. and I bet it uh, did. It was, you know, it was kind of embarrassing. I think it hurt my feelings more than it hurt anything. She thought of course, Betty's were... treating me, you know, now like I have a broke. Hey, you okay? Are you sore? Are you hurting him? No, I'm uh, fine. I just fell down the stairs. All right. Are you... Sound like the Aniston Army Depot when they shoot them tanks and the windows of the house would rattle. But how embarrassing to fall down steps. You know, yeah, it's not good, and I mean, it wasn't one of those where your feet so slip you didn't break and you your go, at all. you go to the butt. I went forward. I mean, I, I must have our you get our steps. No, our and we've had other people do this. Our steps have uh, like a wooden 
you know, they have wood on top. It's like a finished wood, and so is the floor. So that as you get close to the floor, there's a little bit of a, I you know, you no just visual stop. displacement there. I, you know, we need like an edge on it there or I something. Wish it was yeah. a video. You know why we – Oh, it would have been You know why we're concerned about that setup, don't you, for the elderly? Right, right, right. So, oh, I know. I heard all about it last night. Are you gonna? Are we gonna have to get Bubba? Bubba, you're gonna have to downsize. Get a one level house. You can't do steps. Gotta go. Gotta go one level. Got a ramp. You know what? I hope hope there's nothing important. You have to do that office. You can get to. We can't get there. Or get get one of them little chairs that carry up. Oh, Oh, oh my gosh! If you get one of them chairs, picture him riding it. Look, I think he'd do it. Oh yeah, I think he'd do it. Bubba would love. Listen, he'd do it now. He would. Well. There is a side of me that would like to ride one. You know, has anybody got one? We can come ride. What's the weight limit on it? Oh, that's a good I question. bet it's high because you know, a lot of people weight have to use them. Yeah, you're right. If you can get Big Mama Womp Womp up yeah, there, I can get you up there. I bet it's made for some. Doesn't it look like it'd be fun to ride? Mm-hmm. But it's a little slow. Maybe I could, if you can speed well, one up. You could, you know, check your email while you're going up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So how much you go now? Oh, I don't know. About huh? 270. <laughs> Something. Something. Which means 280. <laughs> No, nah, I think quite. Well, we way. always, I mean, you always, the first number we throw out is always a little low. <laughs> that's just human nature. <laughs> yeah, that's just human nature. Well, I, I do, I know, I think that's about it. Yeah. Somewhere in there. 274. Uh, somewhere around <laughs> It's too much. I know that. Yeah, I was down to 220 one time. That's when I, you said I looked sick. Well, that was that time I was getting worried. Yeah. 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 I mean, I was like, I don't think we're any real danger of that. No, now, time. now you're back. Uh, all those. <laughs> so don't worry about getting worried. Anymore. <laughs> hey, <laughs> rest hey. Of all those places. <laughs> don't great. lose sleep tonight. <laughs> <laughs> all those places great that weren't filled in. They're back filled in again. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Sometimes people start getting kind yeah. of scared. Oh, yeah. That hollowed look. Yeah. yeah your yeah. eyes look yeah. hollow. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a good look. Especially big people because we've been so used oh, yeah. to our faces not being wrinkle free and stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's one good thing. Not about that we don't fat, have them. They're, don't, just, they're just filled just in. Most, most fat people don't have wrinkles in them. No. Well, they can't. It's yeah. impossible. It's like collagen. <laughs> right. You ever we tried got to, natural collagen. You ever tried to get wrinkles on a balloon? You can't. <laughs> <laughs> you got to let air You got to let air no, You've never seen a wrinkled beach ball? <laughs> never. <laughs> Not that the air's let out a little bit. <laughs> so, gosh, Bubba, so you don't even know how it happened. No. It just it kind of made me mad, though. Was it tough yeah, getting it made up? you mad. Well, yeah, it's always tough for me getting up. Right. You know, my, I got it. My knees are terrible. And I got one. Just, and just papers I think I got one know. right now. I think I've torn a meniscus in it again. Oh, Bubba, what are you doing? Not from this fall. It was before. Yeah. From what? Just walking around, I just guess. Life. Yeah. Just daily grind. Yeah. Them on knees, they got, they got a job oh, to yeah. do. Because he was really pushing the knee replacement the other day. I know. I, heard, I, heard, heard, really that. I, heard I was that. shocked at a lot of the back and forth there. I happened to witness that yeah. entire conversation. Yeah. Well, I just, you know, there's a lot of people had them. They're very successful. I just, you know, I don't want to go till I have to. Right. Well, it's, it's a lot. It's Are a bad, we not there yet? When are you going to define that? <laughs> <I mean, laughs> How so, many times your knees going to buckle on the stouts before you do it? <laughs> okay, let's write yesterday down. Yeah. Put yesterday down as we work our way there. But, you know, the knee replacement and the hip replacement, they're not near as brutal as they used to be. Well, I think th- I know a lot of people with a hip. But the I hip's come a long the, way. The, the hip is a uh, is probably the least evasive now. I think. Yeah, it's come yeah. a long but way. But the, the knee still handle me. But at least they, they don't do one size fits all anymore. They, yeah, they customize they got other ways it. And it makes it a little yeah. better. I mean, it's no fun. I just, I don't know. There's something about cutting into your bone off, ramming metal in there. You know, I don't know. It can't well, be good for you. It goes you. back to the quality of life. If you're okay, you don't need it. It gets to the point where you might be screaming, replace it. I don't I don't care what it takes. Well, you know, like I, I've had, I mean, I know a lot of people with knee replacements. And most of the time, 
you know, the first two weeks they scream, what a mistake, I'll never do it again. But a year later they love it. Yeah, they love it. Yeah. The first two weeks I hear bad. Yeah, right? well, you know, I have the foot issue, and I was told as straightforward as I could by everybody involved, including the people that would take my money. Uh, unless you, you need yeah. to get to the point that you cannot function yeah. and have a, have life <clears throat> to get this done because the recovery of what we'd have. maybe falling down steps yeah, all the time. The recovery of what we'd have to do to your foot, Rick, would be so miserable. You need to get to the point where the the agony of it is so miserable yeah. that the recovery is worth it. And yeah. do you plan on doing anything other than host radio shows and speak? Yeah. I mean, and, I, I'm and, not. And I, and uh, I was like, no, not really. I mean, I'm not to oh, Gerald Ford level yet, or you. You fall a lot mm-hmm. with your ankle. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But you did fall yesterday. Boy, in immediate, you, you tumbled. You think, hip. Oh, you, you did. Yeah. I mean, a, what that was was a tumble. The, the mean, good news, I had a lot of padding. So, yeah, that's, that's good news. But, I mean, <laughs> do we have to start thinking about your office needs to be somewhere else? <laughs> I mean, if it's going to be a house. Well, the, the problem is, uh, we got, I mean, it steps up, steps down. You know, you're looking at steps either way. Well, Here's step there. Now you're gonna have to be. Now step. you have to be that guy with the main level office. I want to know about them little chairs that carry up and down. What are they? I like see you get He's one considering of one of these chairs. I think you would consider that before knee replacement. Yo, I'm the one that's got the huh? bulletproof backpack. I'm just curious that's true. about things. Right. You, huh? you're, you're, I'm a curious child. I believe you can probably fit it in. I like to ask now that questions. you've sold the farm. Yeah, yeah, I bet. <laughs> I got. I'm a curious child. I got questions. Why don't you have them? Come, why don't you have them? Come put the put the chair in. I don't want to put one in. I just maybe want to ride one. So you'll test it out. Yeah, test it out. Fifteen minutes to the top. Or put in an elevator. Eight six six. We be big is the number. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Ten minutes to the top of the hour, the Rick and Bubba show, 866. We be big as our number. So, uh, Bubba, it's happened. Greg, and you brought up a great point I'd forgotten about. Isn't it true that one time we were doing, uh, talking about a charity that provides these vans for children who have have physical disabilities? No, it was the, the. uh, ATV things like wheelchairs with chair, like tracks on oh, that's where right. you can the, go hunting the, okay. through mud. The wheelchairs with they had you. tracks like a like a for people for people who have uh, physical yeah, who, who physical can't walk. Okay. Yeah. And Bubba wanted one. Yeah, Bubba asked him. I, I thought he was going to order one that day. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that. Yeah, I mean, he, he, but he it, did. It, it was the fact it had a track drive on it, and I thought that was interesting. I know. And I that, know. And you I, and you wanted to go out in the woods. No, I did, I did play with it. I did ride in it for a minute. It's kind of neat. And now he's asking about these chairs. Well, so, I was uh, wondering. Uh, uh, Alexis yeah. is on the phone. I'm sorry, that is her, that's the name. I hope I'm not making some of your. Uh, <laughs> Alexis, go ahead. This is the Rick and Bubba show. I just said he got in one. Good morning. How are y'all? <laughs> Picture a minute riding around. <laughs> Picture a minute riding around. We're good, Alexis. Poor child. <laughs> Look like he just uh, choked on the worst. He's choked on bacon, and that's the worst. That's the one you can't get rid of him. It's over. We won't have him for two segments. That's right. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, Alexis. Bubba's trying to listen while he chokes on bacon. But by the Sorry. way, a fat guy choking on bacon, bacon is like a poster. All right, go ahead. Uh, um, well, just to answer your question from earlier, the weight limit on basic stairlifts are about 300 pounds. I oh, actually installed them in Alabama. Okay. So I'm here for any of your stairlift questions. Oh, so wait, this, wait, would you Bubba, mind? Would if you, you could speak? Would you at least go over there and assess Bubba's staircase? See if it, if, if, if he is. Did, yeah. Will it work on most any staircase? It will, as long as it's about 
you know, your standard 36 inch wide, you know, 32, 36, anything over that, you're perfect. It'll work. But I know you can't talk. Just nod if yours meets that criteria. (laughs) He's nodding. Yes. Okay. So, so uh, what? Sure. Yeah. Bubba, he's wanting to know about this chair. We have a caller who installs them, but he can't talk to him because he's choking on bacon. <laughs> Back to why we need a chair. Right. That's what I was going to say. Maybe, maybe this is a bigger message. We have the one here. caller who actually knows. <laughs> Bubba, you know, we always talk about missed opportunities. The guy who's worried about a chairlift is choking on bacon. He can't hear about it. He's got all kinds of questions. Okay, Bubba, can you write them down and hand them over here? Yeah. All right. So, 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 three hundred pounds is the limit. Uh, it goes yeah. up most any staircase. What kind of what kind of numbers are we talking to, to, for one of these chairs? What's the what's the well, price range? See, there's there's a, a next step up which can hold four hundred pounds. That's a little bit more top of the line. Well, ba- so, look, just, just for comfort, maybe to go to that. Let's Not get, that you need. Let's go to that. I don't like him sitting there knowing twenty pounds means he can't use it anymore. That's good. Uh, so, <laughs> and there'll so, be more. Let's, right. let's give him let's, about Let's give him some more. Thirty five hundred. Yeah. Okay. Oh, he said, "What time can y'all get there?" Yeah, and that also tells me that Speedy will never be to get, do, never be able to use one of these. No, Speedy have to crawl upstairs. Do they come mm-hmm. in different speeds? Yeah, I want to know that. They they don't. So they pretty much all travel between eighteen to twenty feet per minute. Oh boy, you so know, you can check your email. Not speed of light, like a glazier. Uh, so let, let me ask you this: What powers that? Is it electrical motor? How does it work? It runs off of two batteries. So it runs off of two 12-volt, 3-amp batteries, but you have a charger that just has a constant charge to those batteries. So you trickle charge them. So really it, mo- it moves at the speed of a fast food employee going to get my meal. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Rick, you know what's going to happen. You get halfway up, you go all the hell with it. You, get <laughs> you start walking. Are, are there different brands or is there just one major one? There are multiple brands. Okay. All right, which one? Honda. You, which one do you? <laughs> which one do you suggest? Um, I would either go with a Bruno or a Harmar. What's the, what's the second one? Harmar. H A R M A R. Bruno. Bubba's writing this he's down. Rick, he's serious. He's writing it down. That that fall yesterday scared him. Rick, I just know you know what he just did. He, I look over. You remember the business card from the guy with the wheelchair? So he just pulled that out of you. <laughs> 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 you got to admit, that track drive. It really was, Bubba, but it's intended for people who can't walk. The one that, where so you they stood can go up, in the woods. You know, when Do you, you want me to get Alexis' number? Up. Do you want Alexis' number? <clears throat> Just email me. Uh, <laughs> Alexis, uh, email. You know, look, I know a good salesperson. You, you got me. You saw me eating bacon. You I went did. for the laugh. I did. Thanks. Alexis, you know when, you, you're, you know when you're a salesperson, you can just sense there's a buy coming? So you make, yeah. yeah, get aggressive. All right, thanks. <laughs> See, I, I think you got to go with Harmar. <laughs> no, nah, I, I like it. Some reason I, like, I want to walk in and see him big going upstairs with the big word Bruno on the back. Of it. <laughs> look, there it is. <laughs> look, look at that picture right there. There he goes. Doesn't that look like comfort? It does. Rick, picture that. I can picture it. I'd like mm-hmm. him a little faster. Yeah, we need a little more speed. Give I me know, an option. Worried about people falling. But let me give him an option it. that I can push I it know, up if quicker. I want to crank it up. I know what'll happen. Right. Oh, me, all getting in, fired up, and shoot. I don't know how this happened. <laughs> I can't yeah. stop. I know. 
Oh, <laughs> there <goes> Bubba. <laughs> Bubba, seriously, you realize you realize that's what's well. Like, you got to prepare for the future, guys. You, Bubba, you I think every person in these ads are at least eighty and up. I haven't seen one ad yet with anybody that's not eighty year old. Oh, Bubba, look here's where you can go try one. Kathy, you, you mind? Can you, you head toward Heffley anytime soon? I can probably make a trip. Kathy, Cleburne County, go ahead. Hey, hey, hey. So hey. we're over here in the in Cleburne County, over here in Heffley. We have one in the courthouse. Oh boy! So it's a public building. You can come try it. Go, right, go over and ride it. Yeah, we'll film it. Yeah, go ride it. Yeah. it well, they let anybody on do, it. Do you, <laughs> I want to know if she wrote it. Did she test it out? Uh, what about? All right, Lisa says you should go elevator instead. Now I got to tell you, that's going to be more than thirty five hundred. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah. scared you'll Bubba. get hung in it. Yeah. Bubba. Yes, ma'am. Um, what about the cost and maintenance of having one of these stair lifts? Think of that. If you just do a little addition onto your house and put in an elevator, it'll increase the value of your home, and you will have a lot more use. Like when you have heavy things to carry yeah. up and down, yeah. you'll be able to Ooh. do multitasking Ooh. rather than just, a flimsy old steer thing. I mean, no offense. I know that that's not an option. For, that's a great option for a lot of folks. But I would really think about even if you had to build the elevator outside of on an outside wall. Oh, you you know what that. I mean? I'd be afraid I'd get hung up between floors. All right, you know, yeah, so, no, I, no. you know when we we've looked at a lot of elevators that that have elevators in them. I'm, I'm shocked how many do. Yeah, I've seen a couple. Lisa, myself. do you sell elevators? No, sir, but my parents have one at their beach okay. house, okay. and let me tell you, when you're lugging up and down with luggage and stuff, you are yeah. grateful oh, for that yeah. thing. Oh, gosh, yes. Yeah, I'd like yeah. to, yeah. And that's another yeah. thing about those those yeah. chairs. They look sharp in your house. That's oh, yeah. the home decor. By yeah. the way, by the way, that <laughs> they look good. <laughs> once, Greg, once that chair's installed... <laughs> Get get your things in order. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Because that's a sign. That is that's a, a definite sign. milestone. <laughs> that is it. Be sure everything is in order. Picture Bubba putting his seatbelt on. <laughs> Good two things you need to do: install the chair and go and then go into the office when everybody rides up or walks up beside you and show everybody where the life insurance is, yeah. where the will is, your pre need plan, your pre need plan. I'm picturing this. We get there, knock on the door. Betty yells. Bill, the guys are here. <laughs> here he comes from the top. Hey, fellas, we gotta wait because it takes forever. Yeah, we, we cover everything. We came to, came yeah. before he ever gets to the bottom. We get to the bottom, we're ready to leave. <laughs> hey, guys, hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, wait a minute, guys. <laughs> you guys want to go to lunch? Yeah, but, I mean, by the time you get down here, we're going to be in line. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good stuff. That's dandy. That is dandy. <laughs> what a low moment yesterday. Yeah, it was. Laying there. The if you can get one of those and then one of them dogs that breaks your fall, and you'll have it all covered. Well, I don't pass out that I know of. Well, yesterday. Well, that was different. Top of the hour. We'll put an edge on that step. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Proving daily that common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. Here we go, six minutes past the hour. The real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Adler, all here. Team Rick and Bubba moving through another day. Interns at Rick and Bubba University barbecue smoke neck today, and the winner earning their degree in common sense. Welcome back. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Everybody, you okay? Rick, good to be here. 
thank all of you for allowing us to do so. Did you get a uh, email or text from your wife on the chair? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Betty fired up about a new mm-hmm. furniture you getting her? <laughs> Betty said, "You are not getting a chair. You're going to physical therapy when we get back from vacation. If we have to have knee surgery or knee replacement, no chair. We're getting it done. Uh oh." And then I text back and I said. They come in different colors and styles to match every decor. <laughs> they are fancy now. It ain't like they used to be. It sounds like Betty's about to start acting like Britney Spears' daddy. <laughs> wow, how about that? This, this free Britney, Britney Spears story gets weirder. I know. Every time I look, you got different headlines and different weirdness. Her dad living in an RV, even though he makes like 20 grand a month. or I don't know. Um... It's it's pretty strange uh, the whole thing. I tell you what you it know, is. <laughs> look, I, I'm not I'm not here to tell you Britney Spears has got it together. Okay, I'm not trying to well, sell I, well, that I position today. Uh, that's going to be an uphill climb. It's going to be like trying to get down the step. But everybody seems to be worried about her mental status. But they have no problem kicking her out on stage to perform. Yeah, know? get on out there and sing and dance. So, How about this, Greg? I don't believe that you can take care of your children, take care of your finances, and we put forced birth control on you. But I will tell you one thing. You can still sing and dance once you roll out there and see if we can't <laughs> yeah. get see you a glittery outfit Look, on and have at it. See if, we, see if we can't sell some tickets. Britney Spears <laughs> may run through every dime she's got, but she's what? 39? 39 years old. She's 40 years old. Let the girl have her money and let it fall Now, where she's it got makes. that look on her face. She does. I know. I'm not saying I mean, she's going to manage no, no, it. Well, she may you. be penniless living under a bridge in three years. Yeah. But it's her money. Let her have it. She's a grown-up. I, I mean, know. unless they can prove that she needs to be... You know, living in a home somewhere, she can't take care of it, let her have it, and run through it like every other, uh, you know, celebrity oh, idiot. It's a common tale. Well, <laughs> if I was the judge and I really care, and I, I, I'm going to assume and take her dad's concern on face value, okay? And I know we could probably debate that. But I'm going to say he really does uh, care about her. He is concerned. Uh, and I'm the judge. She's got $60 million, right? That's what they're saying. It says she's worth $60 million. I don't know how that I would say property this. If I was the judge, I would say, Dad, I'm going to sign you $1 million to manage for her. Uh, your payment for doing that will be 1% of the total value of that at the end of the year or uh, 10% of the profit that year, whichever is most. And uh, you take care of that for her. That is her security <clears throat> blanket if all else fails. Guys, it's a $1 million. Now the other fifty nine million, give it to Brittany. Let her do what she wants to do with it. Yeah, yeah. Case closed. Get out of my court. So here's Justin some, Timberlake's mad about it. Is well, he? I mean, everywhere you look, everybody's yeah. free. Brittany, right? have you seen the mobs out there? Free I don't Brittany? know how K Fed feels about it. Yeah. Now I will say K-Fed this: K Fed wants her to have her money. Yeah, uh, yeah, because probably it's holding up him getting. Well, he, so he, he did try to sue her. Was it a year or so ago? Because he claimed her lifestyle is way ahead of his, and he when he has his kids, he said it's not fair. That he okay, should be able K-Fed. to offer them the, the type of lifestyle. Yeah, K Fed wants her. her to get the money back so he can swoop in and manipulate it away from her. Yeah. Uh but and that might happen. And and I'm with you, Bubba. I understand people's concern. My goodness, she's thirty nine years old. Right. And um and th- what is this about the dad lives in an R V? What are you talking about? <laughs> there was some article on that. Yeah. Well, I saw that. I too. Well she it. took the stand in this case about her getting her uh, conservatorship <laughs> back, I ever say that. And she says, I don't think I have been heard at any level. She said, because when she spoke in court in 2019, uh, and she during the speech she alleged that her father um, uh, loved the control that he held over her as the conservator, 
Uh, and um, she said, I want changes. I want changes uh, going forward. Uh, said, uh, I, would, um, I, I do not want to be evaluated to determine if I've regained uh, the level of mental capacity that, that someone wants me to have. I just want my life back. All I want is to own my money. Now, this doesn't help, okay? Because <laughs> you right now you're going, hey, this makes a lot of sense. But yeah. for her to say one of the reasons she wants her money back does not help her case a little bit. Would you like to know why? I would like my boyfriend to be able to drive me in his car. Um, what? How's that got to do with her getting I, her money back? I, I don't know. Uh, all, I want, all I want to own my own money and for my boyfriend to be able to drive me in his car, is he not allowed to drive her in his car? Now that is a little much. I yeah. mean, I mean if, we, if you can't handle money, that's one thing, but we, <laughs> want to, we decide who you get to ride with. But why, why would that be? She says, I want to sue my family. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and she's saying that, and I understand she's 39, the boyfriend's 27, so probably we probably haven't learned everything we need to learn. Uh, and um, she talks about the drugs that she's been put on. Uh, she can, uh, uh, she said, uh, I felt these drugs made me feel drunk. I couldn't even have a conversation with my mom or dad about anything. Uh, she says that, that her dad has forced her into all kinds of <clears throat> care, including six different nurses, seven psychiatric evaluations. And I think you guys were telling me, I'm looking to see if it's in here that he's forced some sort of birth control on her. Uh, yes. That's, her. that's according to her. She, she does have. Uh, birth control in place, and she would like to remove it. And uh, and ride around the car with a boyfriend. Yeah. Said it, said my family hasn't did, done anything for me. Anything I have to do, I have to. My dad has to approve it. Uh, and she says she really doesn't have access to anything except him, and he he she can't do anything without him approving it. And she said it's not okay <clears throat> to be forced to do anything I don't want to do. Uh, this needs to end. I truly believe this is abusive. Uh, so um, says she's not happy, can't sleep, gets angry. Uh, says it's insane. I think I take that word word out. She says I'm depressed, and my dad and anyone involved in this, including my management, they should all be put in jail. And she tries to remind everybody <clears throat> that they work for me, not my dad. Of course, now Rick, her dad here, and we were talking about this. I don't know what mm-hmm. this has to do with the story. But basically, he lives in an RV parked on the outskirts of the town she grew up in, outside a warehouse that stores much of the memorabilia amassed over the course of her career. Mm-hmm. Now, here's what's although he mostly keeps to himself, Jamie has apparently, he is apparently a regular at the VFW bar and known in the small town for hosting catfish balls. Oh, this is according to his former football coach, Elton Shaw. I don't know what that's got to do with anything. I, I don't even. I mean, what's that? What's this? Story? Bubba, I, I think I'm with you. I'm not a. Uh, I'm not a psychiatrist. Okay, uh, nor even though I play one here on the show. But sure. Um, I, I would say I think it's time for 39 year old Britney Spears, free Britney, to have con- more control over, and she may completely destroy it. Sure. Okay. And well, she made the money, y'all. Yeah. And and I'm with you. Isn't there some way to say, Dad, hold some of this over here? And give her the rest of it. Give her one. It, it, give him one meal as a as a uh, you know security blanket. Last case scenario. Let her have the rest of it and do what all the rest of the celebrities do and uh, go through it. Now I'm not an <laughs> I'm not an accountant either, but I know just because somebody's worth sixty million doesn't mean they have sixty million right. cash. It may not be liquid. Yeah. 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 So I'd, I'd look at what was liquid, and I'd say, all right, let's let's shave some off of the liquid for Dad to hold, but Brittany gets the rest of it, whatever that is. Yeah. And. Um, 
And so I I, uh, I don't think that she should be in this situation. It doesn't sound like. But again, she, you know, the dad is saying, and I'm not even saying where the dad's coming from isn't an understandable place. Right, right. But but she's 39 years old. Yeah, I, I'm I'm taking him on face value that he is trying to help and he's in this for the right reason, and that's fine. A dad should do that. But give her her money. Keep, you know, a security blanket of $1 million, Let him keep that in a, for a worst-case scenario, which I'm sure you'll mm-hmm. probably need. Right. Uh, but do that. Let her, let her live her life. She's free. You can't, you can't hand-walk her through all this. Come on. Now, for the dad to claim that he should be the person in control while living in an RV and going over to the VFW with uh, doing catfish Crawfish bowls. Uh, well, you got to go, bowls, yeah. Rick. You got to go and eat. A lot of people go there. Rick, that's Gordon Elton Shaw. What, his former football well, it just coach. feels, yeah, <laughs> like. So, I, what a bizarro story. Oh boy, sad stuff. Um, when we come back, have you seen this building collapse in Miami? Man, that's weird. Yeah. So they're discussing that still. The mayor is updating that as we speak. All right, we'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. So uh, we're back, uh, and Adler has this up for video and stuff again for us today for the YouTubers. This thing about this a building collapsing in Miami, and uh, it's uh, in Surfside, which I'm not familiar with that that part. Uh, and um, there's there's some t- stuff, uh, tough stuff going on with it. That we do have uh, we have a boy who is alive. Uh, firefighters have pulled from the rubble of the buildings collapse, but it, it doesn't look, I mean, when you look at this building, look, and, and, and it, it looks as if it's just like one side of it collapsed. Uh, and nobody's mentioning, I mean, they're not saying what happened. I don't think they know, but nobody has mentioned a bomb or I know when you see the aftermath, thing, it looks like a bomb, but I mean, it looks just like one, but they're not saying that. Happens. No, there was no, they said it felt like an earthquake is one witness. Well, but what what was the structural problem that caused this? Some of you that are architects may know, or this yeah, is some this, of you guys this, that know this kind of stuff. The, How does this even happen? You're an engineer or something. Maybe you're you're familiar with this. Look, there's the boy they, they pulled thirty five survivors, but only one dead so far. Is that right? Oh my goodness! I don't see how. Really looking at it, I don't see how there's not hundreds of people dead. They I say don't either. it says right here that they have been doing work on the roof recently, but they don't know if that's a fact or not. And they say this is not an old building. Hmm. There's no reason it should have collapsed. It didn't like it was old and deteriorated over the years or something. Well, since the whole building didn't collapse, only this one part. Um, is this, wow, look at it. Is it is it an engineering flaw on the on the people who built it, or yeah. is there some sort of? Uh, Let's say you're the I mean, contractor I mean, who built the building. If I bet there, you're nervous right yeah, now. Yeah, if there's no bomb, then yeah, Rick, that would be it. I mean, because what else would it be? But, well, there's there was obviously a problem somewhere. Uh, but they're they're having a press conference right now uh, at this moment on it, so maybe we'll know more information. Well, now shortly. this woman here says she heard a big explosion and then it felt like a hurricane. Well, did you hear mm-hmm. an explosion? Yeah, I'm sorry, that doesn't look like a a flaw in the engineering. No, it doesn't. It looks like a bomb. That's what it looks like an explosion. It reminds you of the Oklahoma City, not, it, not quite as bad, but that type of damage. Yeah, like I said, it may not be. 
when I say bomb, rubble, when I just... say a bomb, I just mean an explosion. It might, yeah. it might have been something that wasn't planned, yes, some, but some kind of explosion is what that looks like. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, I don't know. So, but we are getting the press conference right now. Ten victims treated on the scene, two hospitalized, and did you say you thought one death? I, I think we heard that earlier, but I, you know, it's still details very sketchy. So anyway, I, I don't know. We'll we'll, uh, we'll continue to try to get information on it as as it uh, as made available. But that's that's a that's a weird deal. Uh, also, speaking of properties, we were talking about this. Um, we remember the horrifying story where the uh, the tragic death of a two year old at Disney World that was killed by an alligator. Mm. Did you know it says that Disney World and wildlife officials have removed two hundred and fifty alligators from areas where the people going to Disney would be. <laughs> Uh, and um, and it says a lot of them had to be euthanized because of them being dangerous. So Disney World, since that little boy's tragic death, 250 alligators have been removed. So I guess after that they did realize, well, maybe this whole thing of just having alligators around, maybe it is a big deal. Yeah, it's not, well, they've not let a great them, idea. I mean, I think they've let them get out of control. Exactly. I mean, when we were kids, you never heard of you know alligators down there. And now – you know, they used to have alligator shoes and belts and all that stuff, and now they're everywhere, you know. Did you just say they used to have alligator shoes and belts? Shoes and belts business been down Well, you remember, I mean, they, the, the environmentalists got involved, and the, the numbers of gators down oh, yeah. there just, just skyrocketed. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Now, I will tell you what, there is an attempt down in Louisiana to, to keep them numbers down. They, 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 they bring a lot of men for shoes and belts and stuff like that in meat. Right, right. You know, but uh, you're right. Uh, Florida, at one time we had, them, we had them beat down, but, boy, they're thriving now. Larry's out of Greenville. Larry, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Good morning, Biggins. Hey, Miami's got a bunch of older retired people living away. You don't think it was a like a stair chairlift that was overloaded on one side overweight? <laughs> <laughs> that that's awful. That's awful. Terrible. That is that's awful. That's awful. That's so thank you for calling. Yes. Terrible. 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 Good night. <laughs> oh, tore the building down. Could have been. Uh, how about I'll, you know when we're when we're still looking for information on this? And sir, thank you for one of the theories. But um, you know we're having a terrible problem in our current society on supply and demand, and it's causing inflation. and And we miscalculated that if we give give people a pretty good chunk of money not to work, that they that they might not. You know they they they, 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 they go. I prefer yeah. that. So now the breakdown has been. We, we have plenty of stuff, and we have plenty of demand, but we don't have the people who can get it to you because no, nobody wants to work. People are just and, – and, you know, I started thinking, you know, there's obvious places that this is causing problems. But, guys, I ran into yesterday two places where I thought, okay, this is really getting out of hand. Just I'm talking about unexpected. So uh, Big Love and I were spending the afternoon together, and – and uh, we uh, we we went out and had a little Japanese for dinner, and um, so a couple of things that happened to me yesterday. First of all, for the first time this has ever happened to me, uh, I went from the office to get lunch. You know, here in the plaza where we are, and I had forty five minutes for lunch because I had to get back for the Bible study, and uh, and I met uh, uh, Wingo there. We were going to chat a minute because he was coming to the Bible study that day. And we ordered our food and never got it. And it wasn't never the, got it. It wasn't because they forgot us. It wasn't because they missed it. This it, they were just having online orders and pickup orders, and then the people inside the restaurant sitting down. And they honestly just don't have enough people to pull it off. 
Wow. And, and, and so they couldn't process your order and get it to you in 45 no so i finally just got up and i said hey because you know i saw they were they were under duress and i said hey no big deal just want you to know don't don't worry about order number 30 i got to get back over here and do the bible study and they were like hey man we'll and i said don't worry about it right now we'll y'all are in the handle so then i thought well that that might just been a unique situation and you're going to be shocked at this but because you're, you're familiar with this company that that started out of um, out of birmingham so, you know, you got me and Big Love after dinner. What's the thing you think about? You want to hit dessert somewhere? <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And so he's, he's got milkshakes close by. Yeah, and he was like, man, I'll tell you what I want. I, I, I like to have one of them Steel City Pops. And this is these companies yeah, you have, that have, these, these, pops. that have these gourmet popsicles. Oh, and, you remember we had an intern that worked yeah. there used to keep us yeah. stocked. And, you know, you have the, the creamy kind, which is your chocolates and your vanillas, and then you have the fruity, kind. the fruity kinds, which <laughs> is the frozen stuff. Usually you walk in there, and it's got, you know, they probably got 12, 15 of them you can choose from. Oh, yeah. We walked in. I'm talking about this is normal time. This is around <laughs> 6 o'clock, okay? And they said, hey, just so you know, we've only got like maybe five flavors. And I was like, what? What? There was only one in the cream category, and it was avocado. They, and, oh, and, and then they what? had. Then I they, bet that's a, no wonder they got that look, one left. Right? And look, yeah. and then, <laughs> Plenty and, of them. And then they only had about five of the fruit frozen ones. And I said, what happened? And they're like, I mean, you got to have people to make them. You, yeah. you you got to well, you know to keep up with the demand, especially in the summer. You got to have enough people actually by making them pops and, mm-hmm. and restocking. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, at, at six o'clock on a on a on a summer afternoon in Alabama, y'all we're, we're down to five flavors. And I was like, and then that's when you start wanting to do something. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I'm like, what's happening to our what's happening to our society? I mean, we we can't even we can't even it's affecting so many different places. Of, of society. So that ain't right. When you what? shut down a popsicle stand. Yeah, my gosh, now the popsicle stands go, can't, keep, can't keep up. Think they just freeze them in the back? But I got, I'm just, what I'm telling you is right now. It ain't good. When you want something, people may even have it, but to, to get it to you, we're, that, that's where our breakdown is, guys. We don't have enough people working. We don't have enough people working. No. And uh, sitting at home on that rump. It's the new pandemic. People won't work. Yep. Bottom of the hour. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Eight six six. We be big is the number. You know, it's kind of uh, cool uh, as we continue to hear about more and more people. Uh, leaving the high-taxed, uh, bizarro worlds of liberal-run cities and states and moving into more conservative states, especially in the South. Um, and, um, you know, we had uh, Big Daniel roll through here from California basically saying, look, San Diego's nice, but, buddy, uh, everything costs a fortune. Yeah. Uh, and everybody's getting weirder by the day. Uh, in Cali, uh, but what about a chance for you and your family to come to Sweet Home Alabama uh, through alabamaroadtrips.com? Uh, I know you look, you talk about putting together an, uh, your adventurous family, a little road trip to the U.S. Space and Rocket Center in beautiful Huntsville, Alabama. We can put that together for you with our friends at alabamaroadtrips.com. A $3,500 trip uh, that uh, we're going to take care of. We're going to give you $1,500 of spending money, and uh, you can customize that trip however you want. Starts with Family Camp. Uh, they're at the U.S. Space and Rocket Center in Huntsville, as I mentioned. Your family will be able to dress the part, too. You'll get your own aviation flight suit. That's going to be cool. Uh, both adults and kids. The kids must be seven and up. will be launched into a mission to space, or you'll do an aerial combat scenario in these authentic simulators, and it is a blast. We'll announce the winner 
coming up on Friday, July the 9th. So if you have not registered your family yet, you can still do that. Uh, Why don't you win this this out-of-this-world family road trip today at alabamaroadtrips.com, or you can find the link by simply going to rickandbubba.com, and it's in two places. You can find the link under Sponsors, or you also can find it under the contest page. So, Bubba, some responses and emails. Rick, from uh, the topics that we had uh, earlier this morning, let me find it here now. It got away from me. the the question about medication went to the TSA side. It says TSA does not require that uh, medicine be in the original prescription bottle, but uh, it does say that you have to go by the state law of the state that you're in. Different states have different laws, and they are applicable to the situation. So, you know, I guess that uh, depends. Uh, it says, uh, th- this is pretty funny, it says illegal possession of prescription medication is an Alabama law. In our case, if it's prescribed and not over the counter, you must have the prescription with you at all times. So there you go for Alabama. The other thing on the mask, this is pretty funny. Lady says, I've flown quite a bit over the past few months with Delta. The mask mandate is the worst part of it. But if you eat or drink, you get to take your mask off. I was told the same thing. If you look around the plane, everyone has their mask off and they're nibbling on crackers. Yeah. (laughs) This is is the insanity of these ridiculous notions. And that's all there are is notions. Uh, People told me the same thing. They said, if you want to get around the mask on the plane, just always be drinking. Keep drinking a bottle of water or a soft drink and... And um, are one of them good ones, or, or and just keep nibbling on something. <laughs> huh? So as long, as long as you need to use your mouth, you don't have to wear the mask. So yeah, uh, yeah. reasons to do that. So, yeah, so all, how does insane. that keep? Makes sense. It, how does that keep the transfer of the virus? I mean, just it, logically, it doesn't. Does it, doesn't. It, doesn't. it doesn't. Yeah, I don't know. Well, it goes back to this. Sure. Really, why is anybody on the plane? Back to Brad Stein's uh, podcast with us. Why does anybody on the plane have to wear a mask? They're clearly sitting down. Yeah. So once you sit down in a restaurant, remember you're no you're no longer kicking. <laughs> it's it all out. about the attitude, <laughs> altitude. There you go, and attitude. Really, if you think about it. <laughs> so, um, my favorite is the new thing, the, the new CYA, where you go into a place that says on the door, "All vaccinated people do not have to wear a mask," yeah. as if they know who's who. Yeah. Have you seen anybody stop that doesn't have one on? Go, I ain't allowed in. Oh Rick, my we, gosh, we have a story on that today. I'm not prepared well, right at this moment. Oh no, to we do need it. to do this story because it's important. But uh, one of the doctors who invented invented the new mRNA process is giving his two cents, and yep. you would think maybe his opinion is valuable. Yeah, Doctor Robert Malone. We actually have that, uh, and we have a video and everything, so we can we can put that together. And we come back, we'll do that. So I we'll probably do that in the next segment. For those of you that are following the whole vaccine thing, Jerry Seinfeld. Now, have you have, have, have you <laughs> yes, ever yeah. have you ever heard Jerry do his bit about pop tarts? Yes. Jerry rightfully has proclaimed the pop tart is food excellence. This was when this is perfection. Uh, well, you, you ever seen him do the bit where he walks in and says we've done it, and he's walking out like he's you holding pop tart over his head? I don't remember that bit, and oh, I'm kind of mad because I it's love pop tart. Well, he talked about the whole the whole thing about. Um, um, the way they do the packaging, oh, and he yeah. goes, he goes, and inside the packaging, of course, he said perfection again. There's two in there because one's not enough and three's too many. Yeah, perfect. One time, and this is not the pop tart bit, but he'll bring pop tarts back when he did the thing about all that we do 
to go like on a date or go do something. The most fun part is is knowing you're going and getting ready to go. It's never what you actually do is never as good as preparing for. It. <laughs> yeah, the movie's never as good as the fun of going to the movie and getting the popcorn and all that. Yeah. He said the restaurant food's never as good as you getting ready to go to the restaurant. He goes, let's face it, you're going you're going to spend hundreds of dollars, and when the meal's over, if you're really honest, it wasn't as good as the pop tart you had that morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, the only problem is they they, right, don't, they don't make that pop tart that I love. You know, the chocolate one with the white. I know it'll it. come out and, and limited every now and then and there was a run of that and i appreciate it. i know lisa sent me lisa a box, you a i really appreciate that lisa. Mm. that was good stuff so here I'll it is me on the lookout uh it says after about 15 years of uh jerry seinfeld uh, being in the b movie that's the first time last time he was in a movie he's going to get back in the back in the movie business with unfrosted a movie about the creation of the pop tart See, I love that. I love yeah, that. yeah. So he, you know, they said he, he's done. Unfrosted. They said Netflix did the comedians and cars, which we've done that uh, eating breakfast or whatever that thing is, or drinking coffee, whatever it's called. Um, <laughs> he said, but the film's based on his famed Pop Tart joke, uh, which was the subject of a New York Times interview in 2012. He said, stuck at home watching endless sad faces on TV. I thought this would be a good time to make something based on pure silliness. <laughs> so we took my Pop Tart stand-up bit from my last Netflix special. And exploded it into a giant crazy comedy movie, and uh, so um, well there you go. So we'll we'll see. Um, I mean, the pop tart. I mean, I, it's it's like he he talked about it as a kid the first time a pop tart was presented. He's like, where it's it they we, it's been done. Yeah, this is this is the greatest perfect. thing. It it, 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 it it is perfection. When I was a kid, I, I would eat one thousand. Yeah, I never warm one. Up. Well, now I warm them up. No. But when I was oh, a kid, I, I can remember on Saturdays I would try to get up early because if you got up early, you could watch Ultraman. Yes, because and I would eat a cold pop tart while watching Ultraman. But a lot of times I slept through Ultraman. I, but I, I remember wanting to make sure if I could wake up and get up and get in there because I loved it. I remember eating a pop tart, watching cartoons on Saturday morning, and thinking to myself correctly. It doesn't get any better. Than no, this. it doesn't get. You give me a pop tart and a little ultra. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm still Rick. Follow my Hong Kong fooey. Yeah, great, great. Look, I'm still in my pajamas, and I don't even know when I'm going to get out of it. Uh-uh. You it's know, way earlier than I wanted to be up, and, but I'm up. And when you're a kid sitting around your pajamas all day, people applaud. You start doing this as an adult, everybody thinks you're a loser. No, they, they <laughs> set you up <laughs> counseling. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, or are you just waiting on your check? But you know what? Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I have. I don't eat pop tarts much anymore. I've had a, a, a run on them lately. Rent their back. Well, I just uh, only on weekends I'll get up and go. I'm gonna eat me a pop tart. Well, it's I go because with they either, don't they don't have the top I like. Well, I so go with the strawberry ones in there. I don't eat them. Unfrosted blueberry and add butter to them. Mm. A little butter on top mm. of them. Yeah, and overcook them a little bit. Yeah, you know, I want them dark. Yes, and I like the cook chocolate chip cookie dough ones are good. Yeah, we have this going on in our house involving Try that one, involving anything we toast. Sherry yeah. doesn't toast things enough. No, I want them I'm, dark. I'm like, honey, not do, burnt. Do, do you just want warm bread? I mean, I mean, what what do you do? When I do you, toast, I want it. mine black and crunchy. I don't like undercooked pizza crust. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't like either. You? Bread like cornbread. I don't like it undercooked. Oh no, I want my stuff done brown. I want yeah, it brown. Yeah. You got to burn it. Got to be I'd cr- like for it to be brown. It, it needs to be crispy. Biscuits. I hate oh. when somebody pulls a biscuit too quick. Well, you know, down down at Camp House, you've made me put them back in <laughs> there for a little bit because we were starving. We wanted them then, but I said, you know, Rick, really though, we're going to regret it. We're going to have eaters regret. Yeah. 
And so you told me to put the biscuits back in a little longer. Because you know Chubby, he gets ready for Chubby his biscuits. <laughs> Best biscuit just coming out of the woods. And yeah, you got a, got, got a little bit of... Oh, yeah, give me a little biscuit. Yeah. You warming up in there at the house and you smell biscuits in the oven? Uh, Boy, Chubb's got the, everything wants to put on the biscuit out there ready to go. <laughs> you got all, all of the goodies. Yeah. You, can do, you can go to it too quick. And then you regret it. You're like, I just waited another... Just I know, a little just bit Just a longer. little more golden brown. Yes, I got it quicker, but it's not as good as it could have been. A lot, of, a lot of inside, white, doughy. Yeah. So Seinfeld's going to do a Pop-Tart movie. I, I can't wait to see that. Oh, I know. All right, when well, we come back. Did you ever see that B movie he did? Yeah. Was it yeah. any good? Yeah, it was. It's a I cartoon, liked. right? Yeah, I liked it. I mean, I'm not saying it's the greatest movie I've ever seen, but I enjoyed it. I'll see if Ellis likes it, because i got to look for good things to watch that he likes. Yeah, yeah he might like it. All right, we'll come back. Uh, the vaccine talk from one of the guys that invented the technology. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. Ten minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba Show, we're back. COVID-19 update. Dr. Robert Malone. Bubba, the inventor, as you mentioned, of mRNA technology. All right, let's think about this now, Rick. We got Fauci out there. We've got head of CDC. We got all these people. But look, I'm going to go back to where it all started. What about the guy who invented the technology? And that's him, uh, Dr. Robert Malone, and he was interviewed by Fox News' Tucker Carlson. Uh, it, it's longer than what we have, It's a, it, but we're going to pick up to where Dr. Malone, we're going to give you about two minutes of this. Covers, courtesy of Fox News. Uh, courtesy of Fox News covers a couple of things. Now, this this is the inventor of mRNA technology, the inventor uh, that worked on these vaccines, this technology, and here's some, some of the things he said to Tucker Carlson on Fox News. I, I hope you'll tell us, do you have concerns about these vaccines for people who aren't at great risk? Yes, uh, I think that uh, one of my concerns are that uh, the, we are, the government is not being transparent with us about what those risks are. And so uh, I'm of the opinion that people have the right to decide whether to accept vaccine or not, especially since these are experimental vaccines. This is a fundamental right having to do with uh, clinical research ethics. And uh, so my concern is that I know that there are risks, uh, but we don't have access to the data, and the data haven't been captured rigorously enough so that we can accurately assess those risks. And therefore, for folks like uh, your audience, you and me, uh, we don't really have the information that we need to make a reasonable decision. Here's a simple formula that most people use when they're trying to think about, you know, should I take this or that pharmaceutical? Do the benefits likely outweigh the risks? So for the specific population, the largest population in America being forced to take the vaccines right now are college students, kids between 18 and 22, a huge number of whom have already had and recovered from COVID, very few of whom stats show will die from COVID. For that population, particularly those who've already had the virus, do the benefits outweigh the risks in your view? So uh, 
I have a bias that uh, the benefits probably don't outweigh the risks in that cohort, but unfortunately, the risk-benefit analysis is not being done. So that's one of my other objections, is that we toss around these words risk-benefit analysis casually, yes. as if it's a very deep science. It's not. Um, normally, uh, at this stage, the CDC ACIP would have performed those risk-benefit analyses. They would be data-based and uh, science-based. They're not right now. They're, uh, it's kind of a little bit of the seat of the pants, and that I really object to. So you ask me, uh, do I think the risks, uh, um, the risk-benefit ratio is appropriate for this age cohort? The truth is I can't really say, but uh, certainly I can say that the risk-benefit ratio for those 18 and below doesn't justify vaccines, and there's a pretty good chance that it doesn't justify vaccination in these very young adults. So there you go. This is the guy who invented the technology and says what we've been saying on this show, anybody that tells you that they know the long-term effects of the virus or the vaccine, they, there's no way to know. And he says the same thing. And he says the government is not being transparent. And and what I hear him saying is we developed these for people that COVID was going to kill. Uh, and, and so if you are a, a healthy person, a young person, or he did mention, which it's in the interview, but we have to do the whole nine minutes, people who've already had the, the, the virus, there's really no reason for these people to take the vaccine. Uh, it, was, it was here to stop the, uh, the spread and to protect those that it would be uh, likely a death sentence or they're at a high risk of a death sentence. Everyone else should not be forced to take experimental pharmaceuticals. And that's what it is. It's an experimental pharmaceutical. Yeah. And if it's your choice and you want to do it, then that's fine. And, and remember, it was, it was uh, cleared through because of the worldwide pandemic and the number of deaths. It didn't go through all the normal uh, procedure. But the other hand, th- like I said, this stuff has been around for a long yeah. time. It, uh, we just didn't have the money to bring it forward because it is a complicated process. Malone, the doctor you just heard, he pioneered the in vitro RNA transfection, also known as in vitro NRA um, something out. else in 1987 and 88 at the Salk Institute, according to his biography, he did this on frog embryos and mice. Uh, conventional vaccines, remember, are produced using weakened forms of the virus, but mRNA only uses the virus genetic code. How about that? Mm-hmm. So when an mRNA vaccine is injected in the body where it enters the cells and tells them to create the antigens. These antigens are recognized by the immune system and prepare to fight the coronavirus. No actual virus is needed when you use an mRNA vaccine. We've always talked. We've, we've also talked about the fact too that this technology shows great, uh, you know, upside and upscale for cancer research, for cartilage research, for uh, nerve regeneration research. But it's just we're in the early days of it. And uh, like I say, a lot of hopefully there'll be a lot of spinoff technology of doing these vaccines that will uh, become available. But back to the original point. We we're we've had to do all this to stop a pandemic. So we don't have all those numbers he was talking about. I personally think the vaccine's safe if you need it uh, and you are in a high risk, I think. This vaccine, uh, vaccinating everybody from uh, eight to eighty is too much, and uh, 
if you've had it, you don't need it. Not now. Not at this point. Yeah, I, I, I think what he just— That's just my opinion. Well, he, I'm not a doctor. So. Well, he's just trying to be honest. He's saying, I, we don't know. I don't know. There's, we won't know the long-term effects of either. He's talking about the vaccine, but I would say either. We don't know the long-term effects of COVID either. Uh, and he said that um, they're not being transparent because he says the risk to benefit science is very elementary. They're acting like this is some deep deal, and he's like, but it really isn't. Uh, we could have this information and assess this. It, there's all what he's you hear what he's suggesting. There's almost like the government doesn't want to do this simple process because they're afraid of what the results might be. I, I, I don't know. Uh, it's it's it makes it. And look, you get suspect anytime you have a government trying to force you to do something that people, even scientists, are saying, "Well, I'm not sure that's necessary." Right. I mean, should people take the vaccine? Sure. Uh, do, do we think it's going to be okay? We do. Uh, if you think that COVID is going to kill you and you'd like not to worry about that, probably this is an option for you. Um, and if you would like to keep from spreading it to someone that you think it might kill, then that's probably an option. But but telling people that it must be done or you're not a good American, you're not a good human being, and, oh, by the way, whether you have natural antibodies or not or whether you're a child or whether you're – no matter what, we, we, we're going to pump this stuff into you, this mRNA uh, technology, uh, which is a genetic code of the virus, I, I, you know, another thing, and maybe it was in the long interview. I wish she would ask too, because I know it's happening in Israel right now. Uh, it happened in Massachusetts. We told you that where all these people that have been vaccinated keep testing positive on COVID tests. What doesn't it kind of make a common sense thing though? And none of them are really sick. They don't have bad symptoms. That maybe the vaccine is causing that positive. Yeah, it's possible. Uh, our testing is still second generation, right? You know, yeah. and that, yeah. that's part of the problem. You know what is even stranger about this, too, reading on in this story? Uh, this is the guy who invented the technology. He's one of the ground floor guys that was working on this in the 80s. He did a podcast explaining some of the things you've just seen on here. And did you know that YouTube flagged his podcast as misleading information about COVID-19? And then on one of his podcasts, he was actually taken off. Because they said he didn't know what he was talking about. You the guy who invented it. So they said the guy who invented the technology <laughs> doesn't know what he's talking about? So some guy at YouTube smarter than he is. Yeah, right. Give me a break. Come on, guys. But see, this is what freaks everybody out. Can't we just have an open discussion yeah. about all this from everybody who actually has been working on it? And you can ask questions. You can oppose. Say, I don't agree. But you can't stop the conversation. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant gurus. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. 6 minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. A brand new hour has begun and we are thankful that you are with us. The real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Adler, all here. Speedy on vacation. He will return next week, but he'll be hosting best of shows. Uh, Sam Bubbana will be on vacation. And Adler will be on vacation. Uh, and uh, and the guys will rotate some days out, too, as we celebrate Independence Day. Are we still allowed to say Fourth of July and Independence Day? Uh, I'll have to check. Right? I'm going to go ahead and say it. Go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and say it. I'm going to go ahead and say it. 
Rick and Bubba Interns, the winner, is taking phone calls this hour at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Barbecue Smoke Neck also helping out as they bang out a degree in common sense from Rick and Bubba University. Common sense, now a superpower. And welcome back. Number 12 on his jersey, number one in your heart, Bill Bubba Bussy. There he is. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for joining us. Bubba, uh, well, I love, I love, I love, you know, when, remember, we, we look at the, we, we look at the people that are out there with these different worldviews, and there's no consistency, especially if it's, if it's, if it rolls from emotion. You know, at, at one moment, we're, we're told that human beings are no big deal. <laughs> human beings, how dare us? Human life is of no more value than the life of an animal. Just tissue. Uh, you know, let everything live the way that it wants to live. Uh, Bubba, unless, of course, that you don't agree with me, then you're not allowed to live the way you want to live. But. Right. But let's get uh, let's get a little more general. Human beings and animals. The worst thing that a human being can do, Greg, was that the worst thing a human being can do is watch interfere in the in the in, yes. the, in the in the life of animals. You can't you can't step in and mess that. And up. And then of course we'll have somebody believe in evolution, but want to save the bald eagle. Exactly. Uh, hey. and, and so yeah, I don't know if you I can be for evolution and you can be for protecting any species. No. I thought that a true you let, them, adapt, you let them fall where they may adapt right? and survive or not. I thought if right. you were a, a true Darwinist, you, you it's the strong survive and the weak fade away. Right? That's right. If bald eagles can't pick good mating partners, so be it. Right. <laughs> That's kind of on the eagle. Huh? If, if the spotted owl can't hack uh, the other the other advanced animal, I'm sorry, just animal <laughs> human being. If if the spotted owl can't deal with the lumber the human beings need, then the spotted owl is. Has been has been erased by evolution, correct? There it is. But they don't believe that. They say they believe it because, really, if, if can I just get down to it? We got people in this world that reject the existence of the one and only, one and only living God and those who don't, because that's what this is all about. It because it, it's there's no consistency to it. It's really about I hate I, I hate God. And that's why I say I'm an evolutionist. But then you go, well, if you're an evolutionist, you need to quit trying to save the spotted owl. No, I won't do. <laughs> and, and and so now here we are tampering again. Now we would say, really, this is more of a biblical worldview. I, uh, it, it's more of a biblical worldview where human beings were given the responsibility to to kind of tend to the garden and to take care of creation. An evolutionist shouldn't be doing that. That well, we should take care of it. What? Which is, you mean we have responsibility to it? No. Yes, we do. Yeah, that's in the Bible. Uh, but we don't worship it, you know. But anyway, so human beings once again have intervened, and and they they're missing the fallen creation that we are in, where human beings and animals kill other uh, human beings and animals. Uh, and you know, out in the animal world, if I need to eat, then I will kill another animal that I consider prey, and I consider myself a predator. Bubba, the name is is kind of a, a a name that gets all of our attention. Tasmanian devil. Oh yeah. Yeah, and this little made bug, funny on made famous on Bugs Bunny. Have you ever seen this? Have you ever seen this little aggressive creature go to town? Do they actually spin like a tornado? No, they, they do <laughs> see, not. that's what I picture. <laughs> and I look at the it looks like a big rat with fangs. Yeah. So the Tasmanian devil, a bunch of evolutionists have tried to save the Tasmanian devil because the population was dwindling. And uh, now they're native. I'm sorry, they're I'm, native to the country of Tasmania, which is an island. Yeah, they, they yes. said the endangered Tasmanian devil population it. led to thousands of seabirds <laughs> okay. being wiped out on an island in the Tasman Sea, according to the local environmentalists. So we thought the Tasmanian devil needed a new ecosystem, so we moved the Tasmanian devil to where beloved 
seabirds, penguins. There's a little small yeah, penguins. Little, small little, penguins. Little, little mini penguins. Little small. Yeah. Bubba, Look, there, there there's some footage of one They're on like, the island right now, Rick. Look. Yeah. How about, how about <laughs> Bubba? Now, this is all under the 2012 Save the Tasmanian Devil program, mm-hmm. or some people called it STDP. Yes. Right. We all know that. This was an initiative that was uh, between Australia and uh, the Tasmanian government. Uh, but Bubba, I'm going to tell you what, the conser- uh, conservation group BirdLife Tasmania said that the most recent government survey found a population of small penguins, of which there once be- was before the Tasmanian devil arrived, 3,000. Now that the Tasmanian devil has been put on this island, do you know how many of these little penguins we have now? That'd be zero. Zip. Not one Don't you know they had, they had it like they liked it. They had them on a little island. Mm-hmm. They were doing fine. Yep. And then man decides to throw the old devils in there with them. Look when you, what happened. Can I tell you what? If you're a small animal and suddenly you see the moving trucks coming into your island and you go, well, hey, we got new neighbors. And somebody says, who are they moving in here? Something called a Tasmanian devil. Look at that thing go nuts. Did it never cross their mind? Though, you know, you know if the, you the ju- devil's going to eat. If you just glance at it, it looks like a little mini bear, doesn't he? He does. <laughs> He's like, you're right. That now that I does. look at him, I kind of like to have one. Uh, yep. I don't think so. Uh, well, you know, they, the, the biggest problem and one of the things that was almost causing its extinction was a transmiss, transmissible and deadly facial tumor disease. Well, isn't that just kind of something that? that happens? Bubba, as a matter of fact, when they talk about the recovery efforts, they're saying it currently sits Tasmanian Devils 100, uh, the uh, seabirds zero. Zip. Well, Rick, get this: when they when they transferred them to that yep. island, there was Sorry. only 28 of them. Yep. And they said within three years their population exploded to 100. Yep. It's a it's 100 to nothing. And now mm. they they have nothing else to eat, so now they're mad probably. Now they're in trouble again. You All know, right, so, when you take something that did they not think when they looked at this island that they you know they may eat these things you know I don't know if there's another population of them on another island that'd be so, like well, they, throwing an alligator gar in Coldwater Creek and eat all the pygmy sculpins. So no, wait, you're right. Let me, exactly. let me be sure. I understand wow, this. what an analogy, Greg. You know, they because have the told, pygmy sculpin, sculpin is endangered. Yeah, they have totally eliminated the shearwater. That's the seabird you're talking about. And what's the name of the baby penguins? That's two different. Um, yeah, there were two different. They've killed out. two different species of birds. If you're a bird and you're around the old TDs, look out. So I, here's where here's where the animal mm. lovers have a problem. Okay, the earth worshippers. They have chosen the Tasmanian devils yep. over these other two species. They've wiped out two species to save one. So, to save one, and now it has and, nothing. And I'll to be eat. honest with you, I don't think we save the best one. And it's probably whatever else they're going to turn and eat now that all the others are gone. Sooner or later, it's just going to be a bunch of Tasmanian devils. It goes back to this. Turn out eating each other. Whatever these two species of birds are called, what do we'll call tiny penguins? Tiny penguins. Tiny penguins. Tiny penguins, tiny toes. And whatever this this other bird is, okay? so It's called a, I had it. Sheer water something. Sheer. Here's what we know. Here's what we know. If you went to these tiny penguins and you went to these sheer water birds and you said, we think the Tasmanian devil may go extinct. You know what they would say? Good. Good. We don't have to keep running Good. Then our babies may live. They, they won't come eat us. Because if you're the prey of the predator, do you give a rip that one of them goes down? They're like, no. we, we, they're like we had this island like we liked it. Will you bring a Tasmanian to kill all of us. So what, what you do is, and Bubba just said it, and he's, we're all 100% right on this, 
No, you're picking and choosing winners and losers like leftists always do. You think a wildebeest would care if all the crocodiles disappeared? No. You know what they say? A lot less stress getting across this water. Yeah, I can get a little drink, <laughs> not worry about it. Right. I get out here and give me a little pop when I need some water. Don't have to worry about my head being ripped off. Out of the one water <laughs> hole in the whole continent. All right, boy, when he gets down to one water boy. hole. Boy, that's a tough one. Yeah. That's a toughie. That's how bad where, do you want to drink one? Goes. Hey, how bad do you want to drink a water? Mm. <laughs> The, uh, but but I go back to this again. You 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 know what? You, at one time, they had three species of animals. One of them was down to twenty eight. The other two were doing fine. What we did is we now we went to three species of animals down to one. The Tasmanian devil numbers rose to one. We do know this for a fact. One hundred Tasmanian devils can eat three thousand baby penguins and ever how many of this other bird there was. Yeah. <laughs> and they can do it. believe how easy it was. I, they just don't think these things through. How about Tasmanian Devil? If you can't thrive on the Isle of Tasmania, then you don't get to be here. You're done. What, what's that island with the Gila monsters on? Which one is that? Do you remember? Uh, you're not talking about Galapagos. That's got the turtle. Komodo. Komodo Island? It's called the Komodo Dragon. Man made that up. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. 21 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. Hey, hey, this is a big deal today. It looks like the Vice President Kamala Harris has finally made a trip to the border. But Bubba, first, we got an anniversary shout out. Rick, great friends of ours. I want to wish them a happy anniversary today. Betsy and Tim Carpenter, 32 years. What? Two. Happy anniversary, baby! I got you on my mind. Uh, Thirty-two big ones. <laughs> What's wrong with you two? Good, <laughs> good friend of ours. <laughs> what, we were laughing the same thing and didn't know it. I was looking down for what the next story was. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rick. hey Rick, today I got to pick up uh, Braden from tennis, Caroline from a friend's house, and Maddie from horse camp. Well, as soon as the show's over there, I'm going to pick up uh, my nephew. Yeah. Hey, I do have all that on the list. <laughs> right. So, uh, Rick, Rick one Vice of President, places, Alabama <laughs> Rick, Vice President Harris is scheduled to make her first trip to the border more than 90 days after being tapped for the role to head up that job. <laughs> what, Greg? What's wrong with Nothing. You? Oh, well, I'll tell you what. If, if, I'm, if I'm the czar, if I'm in charge of a project, let's, let's just, Rick, let's just say. Mm-hmm. I'm in charge of the new space launch okay. system, okay? All right. All right. SLS. I can see, I can see You're that. You're the czar. I'm probably going to go to the factory where they're building it. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to talk to the engineers, talk to the people who designed it, talk to the people working on it. Oh, I don't know. Three or four days into that job. Yeah. As soon as I can get my travel plan. I'll give you a week. Yep. 90 days. It's like, 90. I think t- this will be 92 when she finally gets there, which will be on Friday. Do you, do you remember And that? I think the only reason, and she's saying it's not, but the only reason she's going is because Trump said he's going next week. And yeah. they had to get there before he did. And then also <laughs> with um, a Lester... Uh, what's the Holt. Holt? Lester Holt calling her out. They, a lot of people Let think me tell you, to the Lester Holt interview, it, the more I listen to it, the funnier it is. 
Where she goes, oh, we, you, we, she we've been to the border. I've been to the border. <laughs> you ain't been to the border. I, I, <laughs> I ain't been to Europe either. I don't get your point. No, you don't get your get our point, and that is the point. That and is the point. You're, no, no you're one not put, that smart. Nobody made you ambassador <laughs> to Europe. No. Okay, but we did put you in charge of, yeah. of, of the border. And, and you have the means to get there immediately. Yeah. I mean, it's not a far oh. little jump for you. Let me tell you, and why, look, let's just peel this back. I've never why, been to Spain either. Why, why, why do they not want her to go to the border? Because they know that the press corps will go with her, and they're going to take pictures of things they don't want to be seen. And they're going to ask hard questions. Right. And they basically have had pretty much a media uh, lockdown of the whole area down there yeah. since Biden went in. And, you know, when, when Trump was there, they went and took pictures. Like, oh, we got, we, we got kids in cages. Well, Trump didn't build the cages. Obama did. Right. They were just following the law that was already set up. So, and, and then uh, the brilliance of the first day we go in, let's undo everything Trump did just because it was Trump. No and now it has blown up on you. And, and you still cannot have the intestinal fortitude to admit what you did was wrong and go back to the way it was. Exactly. If I was them right now, I would start building more walls. Oh, yeah. And Absolutely. telling them, now, when you're building the wall, that is the message you send to Central America, don't come here, okay? And look, I'm all for addressing the issues in Central America. Why do these people feel that it's <clears throat> life and limb to get here to the U.S.? Oh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not cold and callous and don't want to help those people. But we got to stop this leak before we can address the problems. And I think a lot more Republicans and conservatives would get on board with Joe Biden if he would go back and start, finish the wall and stop this letting everybody come in to wait on a case and then never showing up, go back to the wait in Mexico policy, finish exactly. the wall, stop the uh, you know grab and release uh, format that we've been under. And I think other people would go with you and try to help you to solve this problem long term. Yeah, I mean, it's um, this is it. Trump's saying, I'm going to go down and start telling everybody what's going on down there. If y'all don't get down there, hey, comma, we need you down there. Buddy, hey, when he announced he was going, what, it take him three days to get her down there? And it's been 90, 92? Guys. Yeah. Oh, come on, guys. Y'all got to be smarter than this if you're at this level of government. No shocker, Babylon B's waiting. (laughs) Rick, our our representative from Babylon B, go right ahead. Kids in cages will disguise themselves as Black Lives Matter rioters in hopes of Kamala Harris freeing them. <laughs> oh, that. That's good hey, stuff. That, that may be the best one in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Greg, listen to the first line, the first line of the article. Because I don't even read the articles. The articles are even funnier than the headlines. Uh, saying this is what they want. They want to disguise themselves as BLM rioters in hopes that Kamala Harris will free them. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, Harris simply planted marijuana on them, locked them up forever, and made them start making license plates. <laughs> <laughs> they covered a lot of ground. Let's be honest. If you, think, if you think about what she did, if you see her showing up and you're in a cage, she ain't letting you out. No. Um, I don't you, care if you got one of them silver blankets. Yeah. Yeah. What's up with them silver blankets? That's what they're giving them to stay warm. You know, they're just lightweight. It doesn't look very warm. Well, they're supposed to be pretty warm. Yeah, I, I, th- I got. It. They give them. They they use them in survival stuff too. Yeah, well, Is that the first same thing? ones when you fall yeah. under and let the fire go over. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it's kind of like a. I mean, it's, it's about as thin as a pop tart. I know it cover. looks. It, yeah, it doesn't look like, like it'd work, but it they would say ma- it does. It would make me uncomfortable. I'm going. Oh no, they're wrapping us up like a baked potato. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's not a good sign. Oh, no, this, this is not good. Uh, did y'all see where tech entrepreneur John McAfee was found dead? Hours after Spanish yes. court approved his extradition to the U.S. Now, thank the luck. He's McAfee. If anybody's been around a computer, have heard 
the name McAfee before. Yeah. He's the first antivirus protection, uh, protection yeah. software st- type stuff. Big, big deal. I mean, made made millions and millions and yeah, millions I of dollars. Yeah. But he didn't Strange pay his taxes stuff. and moved to Spain. And then Spain said, look, we, we have an extradition treaty with the U.S. We're going to have to send you back. Listen, and he's he killed got, himself. Have you ever read all the stuff he's, he did that? The U.S. wanted him because he's one of those people, if you heard and I knew a guy like this, that claimed that it's actually illegal for the government to make you pay taxes. Yes. Yeah, I don't know exactly where they're getting that from. They, they have to agree uh, with you on that. Well, he he, he he tried that, and then he's tied to somebody that died. He's, I mean, he's got more baggage. You talking about Al Pacino? Man, yeah. he looks like Al Pacino. <laughs> he does on. He's a, he's a bird now, but he was he something. was a smart enough bird to come up with antivirus software. Yeah, early he, in but the game. You need to read the list of all the things that, that he's involved in. And of course, now the QAnon people are saying they're they're keeping him quiet, like Epstein and all that. Oh yeah, he supposedly had goods on somebody. But he's. I remember years ago when his story first started. About he, there's there, somebody he, they're accusing him of having well, something to do with their death. I think. And and there's it's not going to help his wife. They were in a social media post. Where did I see that? This looks morning. a lot like Al Pacino. He looks. Yeah, any given Sunday. Where she said the U.S. government wants to extradite him so they can kill him. Okay. See. And then he decided to kill himself before he was extradited. When's the last time our government killed anybody? That we know about? Mm-hmm. You mean well, straight up? I'm not talking about the. I'm not talking about the Clintons. Twenty nine minutes past the hour. All right, we'll come back. Eight six six. We be big. Your phone calls are next. The winner is ready to take them at eight six six. We be big. We have plenty of lines available, and uh, we will take a a break, and then we'll come back and we'll chat with you if you want to get in now. Any topic. Eight six six. We be big. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. any plans to visit the border I, at some point you know it, we are going to the border we've been to the border so you, this whole this whole this whole thing about the border we've been to the border we've been to the border you haven't been to the border I, and i haven't been to europe and I, mean, I don't i don't understand the point that you're making I'm, i never could believe the way you are wasn't a very complicated point that Lester was making. One's the border, and one is a, 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 another part of the world we have nothing going on. Right, let me ask you this. If you're, if you're appointed to be the czar, you're going to head up this problem, and people are already being critical of you not going. Yeah. Shouldn't you develop a good reason and go, well, here's my At reason. At least use that. Say, so we're working on this, we're working on that, and just let it be not this bizarre We've been to the border. You haven't been to the border. I haven't been to Europe. What's the point? I mean, was, I mean good. I've been to the moon, huh? Yeah, yeah right. Of course, uh, once again, once again, Trump has gotten it done. Donald Trump was the only person that could get Kamala Harris to visit the border. <laughs> He's gonna take credit again. Yeah. <laughs> right again, Greg. Proud of myself. Yeah, again trying to show you. Say what you want to. Trump can get things done. Yeah, yeah he, he can. can. He really can. <laughs> that's that's probably the. The, the, the greatest compliment and asset he had. He got things done. He got things done. To the phones we go. 30 seconds of fire. A long distance, directly assistance. Eric Coke, 212. We start with Luke in Opelika, Alabama. He's got 30 seconds on the Rick and Bubba show. Luke, go ahead. You're on. Go, go Luke. How about it, fellas? Hey. Monkey grass, green acres. Hey. Yep. Hey. 
Yep. Hey, uh, go ahead. Hey, guys. Uh, all right, Bubba. So I work down here with, with your boy, Hunter. Uh, by the way, awesome, awesome young man. We love him here. Great, great. Uh, we are a place of, of great vision, service to others, and, and helping people with their dreams. We also have a lift chair on the back staircase going up to Hunter's oh. office. I thought we could get you in it. And see how many pieces of bacon you can knock out on the way up. <laughs> <laughs> Bubba, there, there it is. You can go use yeah, that. Yeah, they're into right fulfillment. So uh, yeah. you can go visit Hunter and yeah. ride the chair up to his office. Yeah, why don't you do that? Gosh, I didn't know hey, they had one. Here I come, I, son. I need to ask him about that. Daddy's on his way. Daddy's coming up. Open Daddy's door. coming up. Daddy coming <laughs> up. Daddy, daddy. <laughs> Greg's got a new shirt, new shirt, new shirt. <laughs> Greg's got a new shirt on. <laughs> All right, let's go to. Uh, <laughs> Let's go to Calvin <laughs> in Wilcox County. Calvin, Wilcox. welcome to Rick and Bubba. Calvin. Go right ahead. 30 seconds. Yes, I was wondering, I saw on the Internet where Maryland had discovered 508,000 fraudulent unemployment benefits. Yes. Do you think that they, that they will have them arrested or indicted because it's fraud, it's theft, or at least make them pay the money back? There'll no. be some effort to do some of it, but I, I think it was pretty widespread, and uh, a lot of it was instigated by China and Russia, I understand. Really? They were uh, funneling money that way. Mm. Well, they're everywhere, aren't they? You know, well, look, <laughs> if I hear there's a handout, why yeah. not get in line like everybody else? Yeah, they ain't counting. Just give it. Lick Skillet checking in Wally. Mm-hmm. Wally, 30 seconds. Go. Good morning, gentlemen. Hey, buddy. Just uh, want to check up on the, uh, when we were going to reopen the golden ticket season. Me and my wife was there for our 25th wedding anniversary, and we got our 40th coming up in a couple of weeks, and was wanting to come. Well, mm-hmm. uh, I hope, uh, if you didn't book it, uh, we actually announced that uh, several weeks ago that they had opened back up uh, for July, and I think all those are full. Uh, There's a couple out there. Maybe, maybe a couple of seats. Go, so go check it out. They, they're open for July right now. We'll do it. I do appreciate it. Thank you, buddy. RickandBubba.com. Click on Contact, and then the Golden Ticket Seats. RickandBubba.com. Contact, Golden Ticket Seats. Go. I heard they were canceling them. <laughs> well, well, not you this year. Enjoy everything you can. Greg, <laughs> 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 I got a new shirt, new shirt, new shirt. Greg, got a new shirt. Oh. Uh, let's go to Chris at Lake Martin. Chris, welcome to Rick and Bubba Show. 30 seconds. Go. Morning, guys. How y'all doing? Good. I've been trying to get in all week to talk about my idea for my dad for Father's Day because mm-hmm. the weather this past weekend with it raining, I tried to take him to the gun range on Friday, and he absolutely loved it. Is there anything better time spent with your dad than shooting lead down range and the smell of gunpowder in there? No, that's, no. About, that's, that's about You're as good right. as it gets right there, my friend. Enjoy it before Biden gets the guns. Yep. <laughs> uh, so there you go. Because <laughs> you know what? We don't have any guarantee of that. <laughs> Uh, let's go to Jordan. Oh, we got a fire. Well, you want a cannon? Can't <laughs> have that either. A nuclear F-15. Come on. Come on. All right, Jordan. Fire it in there. All right, Jordan, go ahead. Jordan? Hey, monkey grass and green acres. Thank you, buddy. All right. Hey. Uh-uh. What's on your mind? 
I just got a quick question for Bubba. I just wanted to know if he sold the farm so he could pay for his flight on the uh, to space. Uh, well, now, well, 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 yeah. catch out of the bag. Yeah, sadly, the bidding price on that seat went way out of my range. So. Yep, yep. That's As a matter of fact, it started out of my range. It's a good time to sell, but it's not that good. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I, there there is a story today about some kind of balloon that you can take right that. up to the edge of space oh, and come back. And 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 it's, but it's cheaper is what I'm getting Yeah, at. but ooh, yeah. you're in a balloon. Yeah. I think well, I, it's a high-tech balloon, Greg. It's not what we what Well, who's, we who's doing that? I think it's a – I don't know. I haven't I, seen that. I was going to throw is out Is it NASA, like that with I, that guy that jumped out, something like that? There it is right yeah. there. Because that's where he was. Oh, yeah, I like that. I have to look mm-hmm. at that. Mm-hmm. Is it in the show? Bubba, I'd like to see him strap – It's a lot cheaper, Bubba. I'd like to see him strap Bubba in right beside old Bezos. How would you? I mean, cinch down right there. Boom. Greg, I don't think you love it enough that there's a petition for him not to return to Earth. That is funny. So stay up. Well, there. look, as much as I've ordered from Amazon, I feel like I have buy his suit. Me too. You know? Tim in Florence, W-L-A-Y. Timmy, go ahead. Uh, yes, sir. This morning, the reason I'm calling you, I'm calling you about the uh, Kamala Harris thing, about her not uh, visiting the border. Uh, one of the reasons why is the Trump supporters during their rally, or head, when they were heading down to Texas, Texas actually escorted Kamala Harris and Biden out flying Trump flags all around. And I think that's why... She's too scared to go back down there because she knows there's Trump supporters down there. Of course, we're harmless. There ain't nobody going to bother her. But they, they got enough Secret Service. They ain't worried about that. But I'm telling you, they don't want those pictures out of what's going on down there. If y'all remember, I know it was you weren't allowed to say it, but some press members actually did, that when Obama was in, the president, the press began to complain that when they were taken there, the Obama administration limited where yeah. they could and couldn't go. Oh, yeah. Uh, do you not remember that? Oh yeah. And, and so that, that uh, Kamala Harris has got the same problem. The vice president is like, hmm, it's so freedom of the press thing. If we go, they'll go, they'll follow me down there, and here we go. Yeah. Uh, let's go to um, uh, Kevin and Warrior. Kevin, go ahead. Thirty seconds. How about it? Long time listener, first time caller. Thank you, buddy. Glad you did. Monkey grass to you. Go ahead. Hey, I'll just want to call real quick. Uh, Bubba, I've actually got two sets of lift chairs in my house and a new 18-foot pull-behind camper sitting in my driveway, so you're more than welcome to come look at both. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you're, you're ready. Well, you got everything Bubba's well, talking about. They call well, that one the Bubba the, sale. Let, let me tell you, one of the first problems is I still have a truck in the shop. That mm-hmm. I've got to get out, oh, and wow. then we'll Still go from there. there. You put cheese straws out there in a few bowls. You got it. <laughs> you go in Luke's meal. That, that and some goat drop cookies. <laughs> I see you at lunch. Hey, one thing, stand by. Bubba's a coming. <laughs> <laughs> to Chris in Pensacola. Hey, that man's got it all. Chris, living for, the dream. Looking forward to being in Pensacola on August fourteenth. It's going to be awesome. Hope you'll make pleasure to be with us. Man, we're going to try our best to guys. I was told by the missus this morning. I'm like. She got the COVID vaccine yesterday. She her second shot on Tuesday, I should say. I'm sorry. And she told me on July 1st, you're actually going to be asked to pay for them. So I'm like, okay. So I had to tell Rick about this. I'm like, that's not going to be a good way to get people to get these vaccinations. And uh, like you guys have talked about before, uh, they're not doing a very good job selling these things if they want us to get them vaccinated. So you got to start. You got to start paying for it on July fourth. Yep. First, I mean. Yep. On July first. Wow. Is that? I mean, is that true? Or I, really? I don't know if that's true or not. I mean, I, I haven't I, I have heard that, but that doesn't mean it's not. I mean, I don't know why Chris would be a lying wank. That may be them trying to get them to go ahead and do it now. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're trying all kinds of yeah. stuff. 
that, they're trying to make that deadline for for Uncle Joe for the they really Fourth are. of July so bad, and they ain't gonna make it. There's Uncle Joe; he's moving kind of slow at, at the, the junction. junction. Uh, let's <laughs> go to, at the White House. Yeah, Matthew and Decatur, one hundred <laughs> somewhere point, in Connecticut, <laughs> right? One hundred point three, the river. Go ahead, Matthew. Yeah. So recently, one of the football players in the NFL has come out as gay. Yep. And I wanted your opinion. Why is it so heroic? And how are you a hero if you come out as gay? Can you explain that to me? Yeah, I, I thought if we've gotten to the point that that this is, you know, it's pretty well accepted. I, I you know, it's it's pretty normal. Uh, it, I mean, it's not like something unique. Uh, I agree with that. I I, I think you know, I, I I don't know this person, but I will tell you this: with all the um, environment that we're living in, though, if you're a, a third team, you know, position player on the team. Uh, it might make it harder to get rid of you for political correct reasons and image. Uh, I mean, we we had uh, uh, the what's Jeff's last name? The coach Titans, coach the Fisher. Rams. Fisher. I mean, Coach Fisher said in the Michael Sam deal, he was absolutely pressured to keep him on the team. He was one hundred percent pressured to be sure he made the roster so they so that the NFL wouldn't be accused. I got news for you, coaches, general managers, and fans of a team. They couldn't care less if the guy's gay or straight if he scores yeah, touchdowns to score and makes tackles and, and does the job on the field. So uh, to say that if you're a great player, you're somehow undermined, uh, you're not. Now, if you're an average player and you bring a lot of drama and press and we have to work around your never-ending political statements a la, uh, you know, um, the quarterback's name. Cap. Uh, Cap. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're gonna be uh, bring drama, then you have to be so good no one cares. Uh, but does this put him into a? You know, if I'm borderline, I'm likely to be kept and gotten rid of because I don't have to answer questions about it. Yeah, I, I think he's he's much harder to cut now. Yeah, today's that, that's just a re- that, that that may not be fair, but it's reality. Fourteen minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is eight minutes now to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba show, we're back. Thanks for being with us. Cook's Pest Control and Centricon. Cook's Pest Control and Centricon. Uh, so glad to have them uh, working not only with the show, but in our individual lives. I mean, we use them. It's who we use. Uh, if you'd like to get a free, uh, thorough inspection and evaluation of your home or business with no obligation, even though we think you should use them and think you'll love them, uh, all you have to do is go to cookspest.com. That's cookspest.com to get all the information you need, or you can simply go to rickandbubba.com. You'll find them under the Sponsors button. Their termite protection is the best in the business. They they work with Centricon, the, the Centricon system, uh, to build a fortress around your property to keep the termites out. Uh, but they also can help you with any problem with pests and rodents. Uh, they are the best in the business. A new home construction, they'll help you too. Uh, so go now to uh, cookspest.com. You can sing with us. Looky, looky, looky. Here comes Cookie. Cooks. That's country. Our footage of the Miami uh, condo is now in. 
Uh, well, security, security camera yeah, footage has yeah, been published, yeah. Yeah, so now we can kind of see what happened. Watch us across the road. Yeah, they're, they're right there, Adler's showing you with the arrow, for those of you that, uh, arrow, for those of you that watch us on uh, It was a YouTube. bigger collapse than I thought. I thought it was just the end of the building, but it was oh like two-thirds of the building. It looks oh just like they're demolishing a building. Yeah, because the middle section fell out on its own, and then the end section fell in on it. Oh, wow. wow. Guys, I can't believe, I mean, I just can't fathom that there's not more people killed or hurt. Oh, we just hadn't heard. Well, they there, said there's a 51 people unaccounted for so and, far. And, okay, that's and more deaths. I'm going to throw – this is awful what I'm about to say, but I read this earlier too, that there are – they can hear people screaming for help underneath they're trying rubble to get to as them. they're trying oh, to get to so, so it's a rough deal, goodness. and there'll be more than just the one yeah, probably yeah, by yeah, the time yeah. this yeah. is hashed out. Jerry Ham's getting a serious voice. Well, yeah. Greg's pretty serious situation. It is, but I'm glad you went with that voice. Yeah. Yeah, well, you you yeah. have to go with that voice before everybody starts it, throwing in. Yeah, okay. easier, Y'all been in this room the last hour? You know, purple it's, shirt? It's easier huh? It's easier when Greg's Stair busy. lift? I don't know if you've noticed. I know. Yeah, yeah. Paperwork I know. to do. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I didn't realize this This one over here on the far right goes down, yeah. too. How about that? You know something? Y'all, yeah, that, I, can't believe, I can't believe that building just collapsed. I, don't, like I can't think that a structure failure could make it collapse. You know what I'm like saying? That. You realize how many points I had know. to fail? Well, what it looks or maybe like maybe all of them fall like, that way, but but why then? Why at that moment? Yeah. What what two pounds went too far? Exactly. Well, that you, Greg, doesn't make sense. You said it earlier, and you heard you and Bubba talking about when y'all were watching this in the break. It looks like the way we demolish buildings. Yeah. Which, when we demolish exactly. buildings by what setting off charges yeah, at certain they places, collapse right on top of themselves. Yeah, yeah that's so there. Something's up. We don't know that whole story yet. Yeah, and unfortunately, there's going to be a higher death toll. Yeah, I'm afraid yeah. so. Mm. You know what I thought? You know what I think I saw when I looked at the far right because you know that's making a lot of noise. You can see like people that mm. have lights on, and there's like, and it's like I can see people moving around, blocking the light. Then it opens again, like they're moving around, like oh, oh my yeah. gosh, and, hey, but they're about to go for a ride. Yes, mm. that is tough. Uh, did you see, Greg? I know this is your area because it's NASCAR. Um, that Jeff Gordon is leaving Fox yeah. Fox's NASCAR booth. Uh, to be, play a bigger role with the Hendricks, uh, he's going to be the number two guy at Hendrick, right behind Rick Hendrick. How about that? So are they setting him up? So to not driving, but management. Management. Okay. Yep. So you we're, know, he was in on like when they brought Jimmy Johnson. He was like part owner of that car and all this right. over the years. And yeah, they said I think he had some kind of role with them now, but they're elevating him up there, right behind the old number one spot. So Look, that to me, that looks like he'll now be the person in waiting to take over Hendrick. Looks like it doesn't. Yeah. So. Will we be having to talk to Jeff Gordon about our automobiles? <laughs> Might have to. Huh? Might. So, um, maybe we, not that part. Of the he's day. one of these people, again, that we think he's like knows who we are, and he really doesn't. Yeah. Because he's been on the show a few times. We always had fun with him, a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, didn't yeah. didn't Speedy ride in a car with him or yeah. something? Around, yeah, around the track. Yeah, talking to him. And the, uh, Tell Speedy to call him. Ask well, him what's happening. What do you do? You think Speedy's vacation is going okay? Yeah. I mean, I know he you was. You know, no news is good news on vacation. Yeah, feels good. <laughs> I've been texting. Got a little morning. sun and sand, mm-hmm. and watched a little ball. Yeah, but you know, he's you know, he's very fair skinned. Well, he sent one earlier yeah. and said he. And we were kind of <laughs> surprised by it because he was raised at the beach, but he said it reminded him why he doesn't like the beach. Yeah, yeah, he's not a huge beach guy. Well, I'm with him on that. I'm fair skinned too, and the beach can be kind of miserable. No, it, it can people. be. It can be. It can be <laughs> between sand yeah, and your crack. Yeah. Your well, shoulders burnt. Well, I'm at the I'm at the point now that if I go to the beach and it really drives Sherry crazy because I'm so adamant about this, I must have the umbrella. I must have the yeah. chair. I must have oh, the yeah. chair with the umbrella yeah. over me. The days I, of sunbathing. I can't just sit out here in the sun. We can't do this. This can't happen. And and I got to be close enough that the, that that breeze is coming on. Me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, well, he'll be back tomorrow. We'll get a nice little recap. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is Speedy back on this show. He's tomorrow? coming tomorrow. Yeah. Is in yeah. here? Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah. 
Think we're a little shorthanded. He's got to come help. Well, I mean, oh. that's that's. Uh, I mean, he said he was going to stay until Bo was decided he was yeah. going to fly to Washington. <laughs> yeah, he was going to take Just stay. Yeah, well, I mean, we, no, he, he really is coming I'm home. flying American. I don't and know it has if I'm going or not. It, it, was, it was always the plan for him oh, to come okay. back home. So, hey, I'm flying American. I don't know if I'm going or not. That's, you ain't going That's true, Bubba. You probably got plenty of time to do the show. I might be back at 7. Bubba, have you <laughs> – the, the headline says it all, Hubble Trouble. Are, are, have, you not, have you figured out what's going on with Hubble? You know, I haven't talked with anybody that really knows what's going on with this thing, but we did the story the other day, and uh, they think the main computer on it may have uh, – may have bombed out but now rick think this is probably 1980 technology i don't know what kind of computers on it we were joking about a commodore 64 it may not be that good well there's nasa says they can't figure out what's causing computer issues on the telescope they can't figure it out hmm i mean you might you might need to weigh in look the hubble he's been above and beyond Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. got more out of that than they ever thought they Rick, would. I know, but it, I mean. It, it did It did really good after they put the glasses on it so it yeah. could see. <laughs> which is which pretty by funny. the way, how in the world did that ever happen? I know. Some smart um, person. I love I got an it. Was, idea. The computer was built in the 1980s and launched in 1990. And you're mo- a minute ago, I mean, in the story we had earlier, they were bragging about the 64K memory blocks it had on it. <laughs> let, let me tell you what's funny. Paul Hertz, and he's the director of all kinds of really, really things you have to be really, really smart to be the director of. <laughs> yeah. He said, he said uh, here's the inefficiency problem we're having. We're trying to fix something that's orbiting 400 miles over our head instead of here in the li- laboratory. Yeah, it's kind of tough. Yeah, that's, well, here's, that's here's the good news. We got SpaceX. They're, they're launching another rocket today, by the way. They're doing about one a week. They're what, uh, that favorite rocket they got? Yeah, the Falcon 9. The old so, Falcon 9. Look, why, don't we, uh, why don't we just get a rescue mission, go up there and work on it again? Uh, like you going, are you going up there? Yes, get up there and catch it. Huh? Clean its glasses off. <laughs> Figure out which one. Put wrong a new with battery it. on it. Let her go. We need another picture of Saturn. Come on, come on, bring it. <laughs> that picture of Saturn is pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah it, it is. is. It really, really is. How about all the pictures from that thing? Yeah. Great. All right. Well, thanks for being with us. We're wrapping up another hour for most of you another day. But if you got more Rick and Bubba, I'm not sure how you're consuming this content. If you got more, then the top of the hour, and Lord willing, we'll be back. Uh, you can find out everything you want to know about the show, uh, all the content options and everything, at rickandbubba.com. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.